The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Jackpot, baby. Raiders Fan Radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most singular, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mush, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 273 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave, or what the kids call around here, the bonus room. Uh, we appreciate you very, very much for, for joining us as we celebrate the Raiders as they move to four and seven hey. on the year. Let's go, Raiders. Back-to-back victories there. For those of you on the YouTube feed, you can see I'm wearing my uh, my my Tyrone Wheatley jersey with uh, with a little dash in between the four and the seven there to commemorate oh, the, 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 the Raiders' big good win. Call. Yeah, man, we have a little fun with it. You know what I mean? So, like, let's you know, it's like this thing certainly didn't start off the way that we wanted it to, but uh, but hey, we're, we're we're still having fun with the season. And look, Raider football is better than no Raider football. So whatever that you know. However, it looks uh, in its current form will be okay with me because at least we get to watch it on Sundays. Uh, so we appreciate all of you that are joining us here tonight. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room. Uh, so many of our good friends. Um, Elon Bush is in there. Uh, Tyrone Graves is in there. Matthew Mangus is in there. Uh, Ron the Materator holding it down with the band hammer in case anybody gets loose in there. We appreciate you. Appreciate Paul. Uh, they say kill Jadis. Uh, our buddy Mojo is in there. Uh, Robert Pena is in there. Ebony Graves. Miss Ebony is in there. We appreciate you very much. Fargo Raider is in there. Hey, Fargo, I just saw that you'd sent a, a text to the RFR hotline, and I missed those messages. So shoot those things to me in an email so I can make sure I get your, your messages on the show. And I apologize for missing those ones you'd sent uh, previously. Uh, Jason Marshall is in there. Uh, we appreciate Matthew Mang. Uh, Greg Lira is in there. Big Shirt is in there. Uh, so Hooligan Nation is in there. My gosh, so many of our good friends. Lala Meloso. Gianluca's in there from Italy. Oh, nice. 
Nice. And speaking of Italy, we're going to hear from our buddy Raider Born Rico here in a little while as well. Yes. Uh, holding it down uh, there in the Canary Islands, uh, the Italian born, but as he says, more importantly, the Raider Born Rico. Uh, okay. So this uh, episode number 273 here at Raiders Fan Radio. And you can join us on YouTube, uh, like all these great folks that are in here tonight. Yoshi is also in there. David Kellenberger is in there. Uh, so many of our good friends, uh, uh, Daniel is in there of Chronicles of the Black Hole. Uh, you can join us at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Just go to youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio each and every week at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Speaking of 4 and 7. Uh, and you can check us <laughs> out. Hey, hey. See what I did there? I see what you did. Yeah, there. you did. That's why you left. So why am I asking? What the hell are you asking for? I don't know. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's start over again. All right, so appreciate you joining us on YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Like sure. all these good folks that are in the chat. The absolute, not only the best chat in Raider Nation, but the best chat in all of football and all sports, if you ask me. Uh, so we appreciate you that way. You can also call the show. You yes. can call the show at 909-345-3346. You can participate that way. You can send us an email at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. But if you want to uh, partake in the show audibly for your oral needs, Hey, 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 hey. Easy, easy. A U R A L for your for those oral needs. Uh, you can check. <laughs> You're so damn stupid. <laughs> listen to us. Listen, listen to us on the podcast. Listen to us. Got to fill your ear holes with Jeff. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Holy cow! Let me get another pull of this beer. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Salud. Yeah, salud. All right, so uh, you can do that by just searching Raiders Fan Radio, Jeff. On, Absolutely. Uh, on any podcast service. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify. We are on Pandora. We are on, uh, you can ask your internet-connected device. We are uh, Google. We're on Apple. We're on anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. And so definitely help us and support us that way. And the reason we ask you for your support yeah. is that all the money we raise around here through advertising, uh, through direct donations, through merchandise sales, any of that stuff, we give that money to our nonprofit, which is called the One Nation Foundation. I will leave it to Swago uh, to shout out the One Nation Foundation because he's wearing that super kick-ass hat over there. Well, yeah. um, but uh, but anyways, but just know that that 100% of the money that we get around here, uh, I already see the super chats coming in and, and shout those out to Swago. Uh, all that money goes to the One Nation Foundation, and we are looking forward to writing the bullet a check next month. Actually, just a couple weeks now. Oh, let's go. Ten gur. Ten thousand yeah. bucks. On the, and listen, this is you all. This is Raider Nation, man. This ain't us. We're just the idiots with microphones. We're just a vessel around here. It was Raider Nation. It was so many of our good friends that, uh, that, that sent us money in a multitude of ways. And even if you can't contribute monetarily, just hit the like. Hit the subscribe, stab the link, as the kids say, smash the bell, right? Just support the show in that way. Retweet us, like, just to help us yeah, get the word out. Tell a friend. Out. Tell a friend. Tell your friend. I mean, you got Raider friends. You got Raider friends. You're a Raider fan. You got Raider friends. Right. Come on. Right. Let's go. Yeah. Tell your mom and them. You know what I mean? You know what I'm screaming? Yeah, man. All right. So anyway, so, so thank you to all of the amazing support that you give us. And to those of you that are already doing all those things, thank you. We love you so very, very much. And, and, and just know that, how much we appreciate you. All right. Speaking of your mom and them. Speaking of my mom and them, I'm going to take a breath and I'm going to. Please do. Easy, Jeff. Well, we're only 11 minutes in. You don't, you're not. And they haven't seen me yet. Well, you don't have to have venom behind that. No, there's no venom. There's no venom. I got the button. I might just leave the camera on me. Oh, my gosh. Just press the damn button, nerd. All right, let me go ahead and send it over here uh, across the way to uh, my best friend and yours, the man that adorns the Western Annex of the Murphs fan cave desk. He is my best friend. 
and yours, Swag Jeff. Silent and go silent. Nice. What's up, Swaggo? Oh, my gosh. We're four and seven. Hey, we, we're in our first streak of the year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey. Hey. Two's a streak. Two's a streak, man. You know what I mean? And, and it's, about, it's about to be three. It's about to be three. It's about to it be three, It better be against a freaking Dolts, man. Exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah. So, fired up to be here. So excited to talk about this game. All the, I mean, what an awesome game. And we're going to get into it. But, yes. you know, there's there, it's all good. Everything's good. Everything's good. You know, I mean, you could point out a couple little things, but why would you? Because we got a number on the left side. Hey, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? So three uh, more and they look alike. Oh, yeah, Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm talking about. For sure. Hey, so so speaking of winners right here, so Tyrone Graves with a $5 donation in there. Thank you, Tyrone Graves. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Raphael with a $2 donation. Thank you, Raphael. uh, Good evening, Raider Nation. Uh, Mojo in there. This is just one baby fifty dollar donation oh, to the One Mojo. Nation Foundation. Absolutely, Absolutely. thank you, Mojo. Mojo is going to join us at the Blitnikoff Crab Fest. I cannot wait. Him and his and his lovely wife Libby are going to meet us down there. Have you told in? the Blitnikoffs to get extra Modelo and Corona <laughs> because we're going to need it with Mojo. <laughs> we're going to need it with you Mojo. Know what there. I'm uh, yeah. But hey, Fargo Raider also with a ten dollar donation oh, in there. Thank you, yeah. Fargo. Appreciate yeah. you. He says, "Pay Josh Jacobs. Pay Josh Jacobs." Yeah. You know the I'm One saying? Nation Foundation will chip in to keep him around. Oh, Raiders related charity. Well, he's a not a charity. He's going to make plenty of money. He don't need no, us. Yeah, he don't need no charity. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, hey, so let's get into it, man. Let's do it. Oh, let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right. Well, so here at the top of the show, uh, we always take, uh, wait, what do we do? Oh, yeah. I heard at the top of the show, We I thought you were just going to take that. Would you, would you like for me to? Yeah, it's your, your segment, oh, bro. Turn the damn camera back Heck to me. Yeah, dude, you own this thing. Yeah. So, hey, so uh, we just shouted out all those super chats, and we yeah. thank you so very, very much for all those. So, like Murph said, so all that goes to the One Nation Foundation. And like Murph also said, it goes to many different Raider Relator charities and stuff like that. This year, we're doing the Blitnikoffs. Did you already talk about the Blitnikoffs? No, talk about them. Yeah, so so the Blitnikoffs, so, so Fred and Angela started uh, started this. Uh, they lost their daughter, Tracy, unfortunately, uh, prematurely uh, due to domestic violence. So uh, so Tracy's Place of Hope, the Blitnikoff Center of Hope, uh, gives rehabilitative services to uh, young women that are, uh, you know, at risk of being victims to domestic violence, to substance abuse, things like that. So it gives them a safe place to go. And then the Blitnikoff Center of Hope, that they're really focusing in on the on the counseling. And that's a beautiful thing, fantastic thing. So much, much respect to the Blitnikoff Foundation. We are so honored and thrilled to be able to present that check in two weeks for $10,000. Amen, dude. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. absolutely. Amen. So, From the One Asian Foundation, which is on your cool lid there, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is a one-of-a-kinder. This is a one of a kinder. It's a one-of-one? So, yeah, it's a one-of-one. One. So if you want two-of-two... Then, uh, <laughs> then hit me up and I'll tell you what Etsy page to go to. <laughs> go. Much respect, Etsy. Uh, hey, so so uh, each and every week, I take a significant moment within Raider Nation and relate it back to the episode number. Yeah, you do. And I got two for you, but I got one from a couple weeks ago. Okay. I got one from a couple weeks ago. So, uh, so you know my buddy T-Hom, the assistant to the assistant to the assistant general manager of episode numbers. Yeah. He was pretty upset about, about my Uh-oh. reaction to the 271. Oh. The Carson Palmer stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, he said yeah. he'd like a mulligan. Okay. So he would like a All mulligan. Right. So All two right. weeks ago, so... <laughs> so for episode 271, we are going back to 1964. 
And we're going to be talking about flanker Bo Robertson, who played in all 14 games for the Raiders. Wow. And they used him a lot as a kick returner as well. Okay. So that year, Bo returned 36 kicks for a total of 975 yards, which breaks down to 27.1 yards oh, per return. Nicely done. Okay. Yeah. So suck it, Carson Palmer. So this week, episode 273, we are okay. going back to uh, 1980. Good year. Oh, great year. Great year. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the next guy in the Hall of Fame. Oh. The judge, man. Oh, let's go, Lester. Lester. Hayes, oh, man. Let's so go. Lester Hayes. 1980 was a special year for Lester Hayes. Uh, he led the league in interceptions at 13. Uh, he was a Pro Bowl selection, was also awarded Defensive Player of the Year. So in 1980, Lester Hayes returned those 13 picks for a total of 273 oh, yards. nicely hey. done, Absolutely. Nicely done, gentlemen. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Woo! 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 Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Doggy Dog. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. Oh, bro. Dude. Dude, let's go. Hey, Holy let me get some of that, dude. Jeez. Holy cow. Damn, man. Ooh, that got my blood flowing Ooh, a little there. bit. <laughs> I don't want to want to know where to. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it where? doesn't. Do I have doesn't matter? Yeah, Wait, you do. Where is it at? Oh, my gosh. I got to get used to this. But here we go. It doesn't what you think? All right, yeah, that was funny, dude. Okay, all right, so uh, Yoshi is in the chat tonight. Uh, says, should I take uh, the risk and buy a Josh Jacobs jersey? Uh, as Swaggo over there is, uh, is styling and profiling, of course, in his 28 jersey. Well, I got like four of them. <laughs> Do you really? Josh Jacobs? Yeah. Do you really? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I've got yeah. one. So I don't normally buy players that are younger than me, or at least they got to be close. Like me and Wheatley are probably pretty right at it um and like woodson too like we're roughly the same age sure um but i don't typically buy players that are younger i don't know why that's a thing in my head but i just don't but i bought a josh jacobs jersey because i wanted to have a jersey to commemorate the, it's the most expensive jersey i ever bought i wanted to have a jersey that commemorates 
the inaugural season in Vegas. Sure. So I got this full stitched Nike jam, whatever. And then it's got the inaugural patch on it and all right. that stuff. And right. so, so I did, I did. So I would say out of all that, certainly out of that draft class, that would have been the wise choice. Like, you yep. know what I mean? Cause everybody else is about gone by now. Um, I did buy a Henry Ruggs one too. Cause I was thinking the same thing. I was like, Oh, this will be cool to have an inaugural. You know, that was, that was not, yeah, that wasn't such a great idea. Um, but uh, but then you know, like Derek Carr would be. I mean, there's plenty of players you could pick in there to yeah. be that one. But I, I chose Josh Jacobs, so I think I think Josh is a, is a, is a good choice there. All right, so uh, we all respect Josh Jacobs for what he did. No shit, as Paul says in the chat, he already took care of episode number three hundred three for us. Oh, dude, uh, let's go. Based on what he did this let's past go. weekend. So uh, so of course, along with Josh Jacobs, we got a lot of uh, a lot of respect. To, to give a round, and so let's go ahead and jump into uh, to the old uh, respect segment. We don't do props, we don't do shoutouts. There's nothing wrong with those things, but we're telling you, uh, like to give respect. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. Let's go, bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Big Shane in the chat says, I couldn't find any jerseys with the patch. Where did you find them? Uh, I bought uh, them at the Raider Image in Vegas. Yeah. I bought the Raider, and I'm sure you could find them online. They're, they're all over eBay, uh, dude. Yeah. All yeah, over so just, eBay. Just find, and then I just stitched it onto the jersey. So, uh, um, but anyway, so I appreciate you very much. All right, so let's get some respect. So I've got two to give respect to tonight, Jeff. Sure. To start off with, I would like to give respect to Safern is how we pronounce her name. Okay. Uh, so Fern is the executive director of marketing at the Gold Strike Casino in fabulous Tunica, Mississippi. Oh. All right. So Safern, I reached out because I'm going to be in, in Tunica next week. Uh, Miss Valerie and I are headed down there. Uh, we're going to go see the Commodores. And, no, uh, you're not. Oh, yeah, dude. Bro. That's going to be killer. And so we're going to go see the Commodores. And so um, we're staying. Okay. So, the, but that in the Commodores concert Saturday night, Sunday is the game. So I'm like, well, I got to do the game. And then we got to watch the game. So we'll watch it in the BetMGM Sportsbook there. And, uh, but I'm like, then I have the Silver and Black Today show to do with much respect to Scott and Mo and, and Evan. Um, and so I got to do that show. So I asked if I reached out to those folks and I asked if I could do the show from the BetMGM uh, Sportsbook there. And their boys getting the freaking red carpet, man. Oh, so I'll be so, so for those of you that watch the Silver and Black Today show, if you don't, you're doing your fandom wrong. Go check out that show. It's really super cool. And not because me, because of those guys. But I join them every uh, week post-game and do a live segment, a kind of a voice of the fan thing. And I love it. It's a blast. It's so good. It's so fun, man. And and well, thank you. And 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 it's it's just so fun to do. Those guys are awesome. And so, and they've given us a hell of a platform to promote the One Nation Foundation and everything else. But anyways, so um for those of you who watch that show, like look for your boy uh, coming live from the casino there. So I definitely want to uh, give them respect sure, and appreciate yeah. them rolling out the, the freaking red carpet for us. That's so, so cool. Well, we've only given them a billion dollars all the times that we've gambled <laughs> that's, there. It's the least true. they can do. It should I, be called the Murph Sportsbook. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit. That's true. We about have bought our place in line for that. Yeah. that that's a true that. Uh, all right. And then, uh, but, but more importantly than our own little thing around here, I want to give respect to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Okay. All right. Now, we've given the Pro Football Hall of Fame plenty of crap over the years, and rightfully so. And one of the things that we've given them crap about was the uh, lack of inclusion of Cliff Branch into the roster of the Hall of Fame. And while they finally got it right, it was unfortunately posthumously, and, uh, and, and, and just like it was with Kenny, and it sucks that, that he wasn't around to accept his, um, his, his entry into, into the Hall of Fame. But at least they got it right eventually. It just wasn't on the timeline that I think not only Raider Nation would have preferred, but the freaking all of pro football. You know what I mean? Like, so, and let's get it right with Lester Hayes too, pro football hall of fame. So you're not totally off the hook yet. Um, but that said, they are also, here, here's this, why I want to give them respect. They are finally changing a rule that they have had a longstanding rule in the pro football hall of fame is that you get a ring. Okay. So you get your hall of fame jacket and then you get your hall of fame ring. They wouldn't give rings out to the players that have passed on. They, oh. they just never had a ring. They never had the ceremony. They never had any of that stuff. Okay. They basically would just like announce you to the Hall of Fame. You get your bust and all that stuff. But the commemorative things, they never they never did it. And it was always kind of sad because the family members should have that opportunity. Absolutely. Like Alexa and Kendra Stabler should have been able to go up there and accept their dad's ring. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, so they are changing that. So the Hall is revising its policy on the presentation of uh, presentation of the Ring of Excellence to enshrinees elected posthumously. This will begin during a ceremony on Sunday when Elaine Anderson will accept the ring on behalf of her brother, Cliff Branch. Let's that me, go. That gives me damn chills, dude. So good. Good for you, Hall of Fame. That's awesome. Good for you for finally getting that freaking thing right. Man. No kidding. It's been too damn long. Too no damn long. All no right, Swaggo, let's go ahead and shout out the chat, and then I got an idea here at the top of the show. Let's talk about the Raiders. Oh, let's do that. Let's do that. Hey, I want to give respect. I'll do it, bro. To, to one, of our, one of our best friends. Oh, one some... of our, yeah, one of our best friends. Is Michelle? Yeah, she's not here tonight, but we want to respect her. It feels a little, you know, I mean, you and I used to do shows together all the time. All the time. But it's just kind of a little bit of a different vibe tonight, man. It almost feels a halfway quiet. I, well, we, we were talking about a pre-show, and we're like, you know, that's how we know that Michelle has is, 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 is truly become part of the show and ingrained in the show, is that it felt like something was missing. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, and of course, and it felt like that, obviously, when Mosh retired and things, but like, but like, yeah, like she's totally ingrained. In, and, and listen, and I've heard nothing. But positivity from Raider Nation, whether it be on social medias or YouTube comments or any of that stuff, y'all have been very kind to, to Miss Michelle, and we are very thankful for what she's now uh, doing as part of Raiders Fan Radio here. Absolutely. We're, we're, we're thrilled with it. And that's a great, great, yeah. great yeah. call. Yeah, so we miss you and we love you, Michelle, and we'll see you next week, hopefully after another win, right? Let's go. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders. Hi. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny last week. Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Hi. <laughs>
My gosh. I hope he's at the Belitnikoff thing. Um, he was there a few years ago yeah. just so I can be like, hi, I'm Swag Jeff. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. I was dying. Look oh at my glasses my are fogging up again, well, man. Yeah, they are. So funny. All right. So let's uh, let's talk about the game a little bit. Let's talk about the Raiders. And uh, this is how I'm going to kick it off, Swag Jeff. Okay. We haven't done a mic'd up, I don't think at all this year. Maybe in the preseason we might have done a couple. Yeah. But we hadn't done a mic'd up in a hot minute. Well, because they're normally not that good. Like, respect to all the Raiders. We love each and every one of those. But it's normally like, hey, let's go, boys. Hey, hey, I'm mic'd up. Hey, hey, let's go. Hey, hey, watch out. I'm mic'd up. Don't drop the F-bomb, Michelle. You know, like, you yes, know, stuff like yes, that. Exactly. You know, but, but yes, I mean, they're fun and entertaining because we love our Raiders. But it's normally just like... Yeah, we know you're mic'd up. We know you're, yeah. We know. Yeah. And I get why they're doing it, because they're basically telling their teammates, like you just said, like, don't say something stupid. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Because, you know, you're in the field of play. Emotions start running. So anyway, so I get why they do that. But you're right. It's typically uneventful. Well, here to save the day, the best mic'd up we've had yet this year is uh, our guy number 59. Dude. Number one in your heart, number 59 in your playbook is Luke freaking Masterson. And for those of you that don't know, so he is a backup outside linebacker. Yeah. And this guy, like, I when I uh, went to the preseason game, when Valerie and I went uh, to see them play the Patriots, uh, Masterson had a hell of a game. And, and Scott, yeah. Scott and Mo asked me that day uh, if there's anybody that's maybe on the roster bubble that I think should make the team. And, and I was like, yeah, Masterson had a hell of a game. Yeah. Uh, and so I, 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 I and so um, old Luke Masterson is mic'd up this week. That's and awesome. So, he makes you forget about Will Compton. Ooh. Just saying. Ooh. Ooh. And what's the other guy's name? Oh, my God. He was Will asked, Compton. Oh, Will Compton. Oh, right, 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 right. right. I'm just saying, you know, there's no more 51 in our heart, but there might be room for a 59. I'm Absolutely. just, I'm, I'm just saying, Will. Uh, text Jeff back. Um, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So anyway, so Luke Masters, so plays a lot on teams, special teams, uh, but also plays a handful of snaps coming in relief for some of the other guys, and uh, and had some great plays this week. And so, anyways. Here's Luke Masterson. This is about three minutes worth of not only, but this is why I love this mic'd up so much. It's not only Masterson in game, it's Masterson on the sideline rooting for what's going on uh, on uh, offensively. And then also they're interspersing it with calls during the game. And it finishes off with uh, Horowitz's amazing call of Josh Jacobs taking that final one to the house. And you hear Horowitz and then Lincoln Kennedy. I've never heard Lincoln Kennedy go upper register before. Nice. And he's upper, upper register. He sounds like Mike Tyson. Like, he's like, oh. <laughs> he's, he's way up there, man. He's so excited. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. It's so freaking good. And so, all right, let's go. <laughs> I broke my back. My back is broken. Final. <laughs> Seriously? Okay, all right, so... So let's go and check in with Luke Masterson mic'd up. My glasses again. Let's go. Yes, sir. Let's go, Luke. Yes, sir. Let's get this win. Win on three. One, two, three. Win. Shotgun snap. Car back to pass, pump fakes, throws near side. Tall yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Third and five from the Seattle 18 right hash. Car shotgun snap. Seattle brings a blitz. Dances in the pocket. Fires far. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Hey, set the tone. Set the tone. Hey, set the tone. Yeah, come yeah. On. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Set the tone. Let's go, Farley. Let's go, Farley. Let's go. Nice of him. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm Good talking job. about. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go, Farley. Let's go, Farley. Let's go, Farley. No Smith in a diamond formation. Takes the snap. Back to pass. Steps up in the pocket, fires down the middle. Intercepted! Perriman yeah! in the midfield corner! 35-30! And he's finally kicked out and taken Let's down. Go. On the Keep the momentum. Line. Keep the momentum. Come on, come on. Come on, though. Dog! 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 Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Yes, sir! There you go, Derek! Yes, sir! <laughs> yes, sir, 2-8! Yeah, 2-8! Hey, we keep momentum, we keep momentum, we keep momentum, we keep momentum. Yeah, we keep momentum. Come on, come on, boys. Make it, make it. There you go, baby, let's go! Let's go! <laughs> there you go, 5-2! Giving him six yards, Christian, again on second down. Hands up. Walker, ball's on the turf! Raiders yes, sir! Yes, sir! Where has this energy been on the sidelines? Right? All year long. No kidding, right? There you go, five five. Down to five on the play clock. Gets the snap. Hands off to Jacob. Stutters to the right. Burst through the hole 20. 25 30. He's off to the races here in Seattle. Nobody's going to catch him. 25 20. 10. Ball game. Bye bye, Josh. 86 yards in overtime to walk it off for a second straight week. Touchdown Raiders, victory Las Vegas. I have nothing to say. Oh, it's just an ISO lead. It's a beautiful run. You called it right up the middle. Oh my goodness, let's go home. <laughs> Boom. Dude, that's so that's freaking so good. good. Man. Normally Absolutely. my glasses only fog up when I'm laughing. I'm t I got chills. Yep. I'm like, that. this game was a damn blast dude oh and like i mean and to end it with that explosion and like i mean what seemingly was almost like i don't want to call it a routine run up the middle but it wasn't you know we don't josh jacobs ain't chris johnson it's not like we see him like do that all the time or like that's part of his thing yes we know he's fast and yes we know he can break away but to see him get through the line like that and then explode out for 86 freaking yards man yeah. just absolutely unreal the yeah. way the Raiders closed that game. And I'm with you, man. Like in terms of like, there was so much good Like there it's and, and, yeah. and, 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 and did not get too far away from it. 
Thank you, Luke Masterson, for that great mic'd up. That no was incredible. Kidding. I love hearing him hype up Matthias Farley. They must be buddies or something like that yeah. because he's all they're definitely they're they're next to each other on special teams always. So, but they I just must, love they must it. be like roommates whenever they travel. Exactly, it must be something like yeah. that. Yeah, and so I loved hearing that from him. And clearly, he loves the term "yes, sir," which is great because that's better than "let's go." Might be jumping the shark a little bit. You think so? I think so. I think I, th- I think I might have to retire. Let's let's go from my le- from my little vernacular. No, I'm not doing that. You're not retiring. Let's go. No. Like if if I hear let's f and go one more time in a sports book, I might I might just cash out. Like just it's just all it's all everybody buds. says. That's what everybody says now. Who cares? Stop. All right. Stop. All right. Don't rain on everyone's parade. I'm That's not like making. The thing. You- I'm not making your yum my yuck, but what I'm telling you is that for me, I'm going to choose to retire. Let's okay. go. And I might go with yes, sir, instead. Good. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jeez, Jeff. Holy cow. It doesn't matter what you think. Right. They this? hate us because they <laughs> ain't us. That's not what it is. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, uh, but, but back to it. But that, that game, there was so much good yes. that happened in this game, and I know, and I've got uh, oodles of stats to uh, yeah. to throw at you, and I know you do too. I do too. So before I get get on my little uh, soapbox here about the yeah. game, uh, take it, swag, Jeff. Tell me what your uh, react. Tell me what your thoughts are on the well, game. Let's, well, first, I want to stick on the defense because we just heard okay. from Luke Masterson. I want to talk about the defense and just you know, okay, so the stat. Is misleading. So if you didn't watch the game, what the hell else were you doing on a Sunday afternoon? But, you know, but like, so when you look at that score, you think 34 points we let by. Jeez, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points, man. The defense played outstanding. I am so thrilled. We got turnovers, dude. We got turnovers, man. By a linebacker. By a linebacker and by Chandler Jones. Dude. Like the two most unlikely people in the world to get Turnovers. When was the last time we saw? I think quit 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 Kowski, quit Kowski. I think he might have had a pick uh, at one point last year. But like, but I say this all the time. It's been since Kirk Morrison, and that we've had like a, a linebacker that could intercept passes and yeah. like create disruption in the passing game. Yeah. And here comes another fifty-two Perryman with a exactly. big freaking pick, man. Exactly. So keeping it on the defensive side of the ball. Yes, those people made those turnovers and linebackers played great. Secondary was still, eh, you know, you still need to see some improvement. Tyler Hall. We did. We put Anthony Averett on IR. Well, there Yay! you go. There, there you go. There you, there you go. Yeah, great. We- Let's stop signing cornerbacks that have red tips. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh my done with gosh. that. Yeah, done with geez, that. You boy, know? That, was, that was a whiff, and we were all stoked about Anthony Averett, too. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. Whiff, yeah, he's, he's been kind of weak this year, man. Yeah. But but respect to Tyler Hall. That dude yes. is showing up on the stats. Amen, dude. Two good. weeks in a row. Great call out, Jeff. <laughs> Love it, man. Good call out. Two good weeks in a row, out. that dude showed up on the stat sheet, balling out, flying to the ball. Great stuff. But I want to talk about the D-line. Yeah, man. The D line, yeah. of course, we're going to talk about Crosby. And Crosby it, he is. He deserves just, his. Him and Josh Jacobs could have their own show. Absolutely. We could do three hours Absol- on just absolutely. those two guys. Well, you know, and I and I put one of my notes that, that I wanted to talk about that it's crazy to think that we are four and seven and we have the potential to have an offensive and the defensive player of the year. It's unbelievable to think about. But, you know, but so it was good to see Max Crosby. Jumping around, you know, obviously his outside moves, all that stuff. He gets to the quarterback so, so fast. 
but he's bull rushing, man. Like that dude, like yes, he's not dude. like, you know, I mean, you look at a guy like that, he's a lanky guy. He's got the big, huge wingspan like the Condor does and all that. But he was bullying, bullying, bullying dudes. that yeah. right tackle, yeah. man. Like he was Great taking him to out, freaking dude. school. So, and he pushed the guy into him and then still went and got the sack and all that. He's awesome. But I want to give respect to Billings and Nichols. Because the two guys, the two big boys in the middle of the D-line, we haven't seen any production, and I don't even know when, on the defensive line. But those two guys freaking balled out. It was yeah, unbelievable. Dude. I mean, I mean, and, and, and go figure, when you get that interior pass rush and yeah. they start sucking up blocks, look what the two guys on the end can do. Totally. You know what I mean? Because totally. like those stats, like those stats that 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 show up for a Max Crosby. Don't happen without without those big guys. I'll never forget, um, and I know this isn't Bears fan radio, but I'll never forget uh, hearing Dick Buckus in an interview one time. He was talking about how you know, because obviously he was a high profile linebacker. He was, and he's not a pass rusher, I know, but but follow me on this. Stand up linebacker, middle linebacker, one of the greatest of all time. And he talked about how you know he got all these accolades, he got all these attention, all this attention, not only from fans but from media and from it was all about. Dick Buckus represents all this greatness of the Bears defense. But he will tell you, Ed Obradovich is the reason we were this good. Ed Obradovich was the defensive tackle that played in front of me. That guy would set him up, I'd knock him down. That guy would suck up the blocks, I'd go around him. It was Ed Obradovich that created, according to Dick Buckus, that defined his the success in his career, was the big man playing in front of him. I would say this, and I know we're talking outside now, but Max Crosby doesn't go all Max Crosby if those two guys aren't playing the way that they're playing. That is an excellent, excellent call, Jack. Yeah, Jeff. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I mean, you know what? What they 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 uh, it was one and a half sacks. I think that they had one and a half sacks. I mean, I mean, I, have we had any sacks from the D line or the the interior all year long? No. I don't think I don't so. Think I think so. it's been since Solomon Thomas and Quentin Jefferson last year since yeah. we got those guys. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it just it hasn't happened. So, so much respect to the defense. Absolutely. Uh, do we want to go ahead and start get, start in on the offense? Well, let me read you some of these stats here. Okay, let me let, you me, read let, it. me, let me let me give you some of what the significance is of what what happened this last week. Okay, so through so through you you said very well uh, uh, succinctly. That's the word I was looking for. Very succinctly. Not only do we have a defensive player rookie of the year, or rookie, gosh dang it, I'm excited. Defensive player of the year candidate, offensive player of the year candidate as well, and they were recognized as such uh, th- this week. Um, when we get totally onto the offense, I'll read you what, what's going on there. But for the defense, to keep it on that side of the ball, this is what Max Crosby's doing, the significance of what he's doing right now. Through 11 games, Max Crosby has recorded 67 tackles, 10 and a half sacks, 17 tackles for loss, 22 quarterback hits, two forced fumbles, and two passes defended, including one fumble recovery. So those tackles for loss, that leads the NFL. Uh, let's see. So the the total tackles, that leads the NFL for the defensive line. Uh, the 10 and a half sacks, that's fourth in the NFL. Uh, the 60 tackles, uh, let's see, 60, so that's small writing here. 60 tackles for losses, third in the NFL. The highest graded defenders in the league, uh, here you go, for this past week. So there's Max, okay? But then to bring it back to Jeff's point, highest graded defenders in the league. You know, I don't love PFF. None of us do. No. Because they're just whatever feels like randomness to them at times. 
But I think that the leaders, at least, they're consistent. So if there is, you see, you know, positivity, it's worth highlighting at least. Andrew Billings is one of their Week 12 highest graded defenders uh, behind Legereus Sneed, Ed Oliver. Uh, there's a whole Malcolm Rodriguez. Uh, but he's, he's, he's bottom of the list of one, two, three, four, five, six. He's eighth highest graded defender at 88.5, according to PFF. So, like, again, you don't get Max is doing all these amazing things. And yes, he's, he's the talent. I get it. But yeah. if you don't have those other guys doing their, doing their job. Yeah. Then well, you, you know, when you look at a, you look at Max bull rushing uh, for that, you know, that, that was my, that, that might've been my favorite play of the whole freaking game. Oh, me too. Because he's a dip and rip guy. He's not a freaking bull. No. He's not Aaron Donald. No, but you know why? Because the interior had to, uh, the offensive line had to account for Billings and for Nichols. You know what I mean? And so, you know, so now Max is able to be one-on-one because normally he's getting doubled. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so right, now right. he's able to, you know, punk the right tackle. Dude, that was you know what freaking, I mean? Yeah. That was badass, yeah. dude. Was so badass. So, all right, so uh, back to PFF. Um, Raider Flash in there says, Max Crosby, Hall of Famer, baby. So far. Yep. So far. Uh, Max is ranked third amongst all edge rushers on the season behind only Miles Garrett and Micah Parsons. Um, defensive linemen to play at least 95% of their snaps for their team in the last uh, 10 seasons. Okay, Chandler Jones played 98% uh, for the Cardinals in 2017. Uh, and then it goes down, J.J. Watt, Rob Ninkovich, Max Crosby, 95% of the Raiders' snaps in, in 2022. Lamar Houston was the last Raider to do that. Uh, in 2020, or excuse me, 2013 with 95% as well as Max. But that idea that like Max doesn't tire, he's relentless. He's much like, again, there's so many similarities. I know they play on opposite sides of the ball, but the way that this season is going for Josh Jacobs and, and Max Crosby, very synonymous with each other. And one of the things that's synonymous about Josh, that Josh has with Max is that they're both relentless and they get stronger as the game goes on. They don't let up. They're yes. just... They're coming at you every freaking play. It's absolutely insane. Um, so, uh, you know, let's go ahead and jump to the offensive side of the ball. I, we got some chats coming in, uh, yeah. Jeff. Let's go ahead and shout those out, and then let's jump over and let's 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 dig into this Josh Jacobs stuff because it's uh, fascinating. Absolutely. So, Fabricator Gill just jumped in the chat, dropped a twenty dollar bill for the One Nation Foundation. So much, much respect. Tyrone Graves dropped another five. Uh, Frank ninety three dropped a five. Ebony dropped another ten. So, so much respect to you guys. Thank you very, very much. Absolutely. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, so let's uh, to kick off our Josh Jacobs uh, love fest here. Yep. Let's go ahead and uh, let's 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 head in. The, I don't know if you knew this, Jeff. Yeah. Post game, the Raiders fan radio microphones were in the locker room. No, they weren't. Yeah, so we've actually got live uh, audio. Okay, uh, from the from the Raiders locker. Of course, last time we played this was when when Derek Carr uh, w- w- was highly celebrated uh, when he uh, entered back into the locker room uh, after the win. And now here we're going to hear Josh Jacobs as he enters back into the locker room. And of course, we'll hear from McDaniel's as well. Where's JJ at? Yeah. <laughs> this morning, this morning, 
I didn't even know if he was going to play. He went over 300 yards. Let's go. Big division game. Let's go. I've watched that video like 87 times. Have you really? Yeah. And it's good every time. It's It gets better. It gets better. It gets better because you start to pick out the nuance of like the body language yeah. and stuff, which I'm such a sucker for body language and, and all that kind of stuff. Watch cult, Max Crosby in that video. That was just going to say that. <laughs> yes. 100%, yeah. dude. He's he's more fired up for Josh than anybody. Yeah, and he's dancing and he's doing all this, you know, that the mean face stuff and all yeah, that. Yeah, mugging the hell out of him. Hilarious, man! I yeah, love it. It's so good, man. And and you know, hey, for a divided locker room, I, I guess they sound pretty okay. Yeah, they're okay. Uh, yeah, uh, man. And and for players that just don't get along with their coach, hmm, hmm. interesting. Uh, but man, great stuff in there. So I want to. Uh, I'll defer to you because I know that you got you got stats and I do as well. And so I'll I'll fill we'll tell, in. We'll go t- do your thing. Are you and sure? Then- I don't want to. I don't want to steal your thunder. Well, it's Murph's fan cave, so do your damn thing. All right, all right, fair enough. And if you start a stat and I want to read it, then I'll tell you to shut up. All right, deal. All right, so here's where we go with Josh Jacobs, man. This is absolutely. First off, let me say this. Okay, okay? I want to clarify something, uh, and I want to, and I, and I needed to clarify it for myself. Okay, because the Raiders d- declined the fifth year option for Josh Jacobs, which would have automatically had him under contract for year number five. We know that the Raiders declined that option. So I didn't know if you could still franchise tag a player that you've declined their fifth-year option. The answer to that question is yes. Okay? I also thought if they were to have an opportunity to franchise tag them, it might cost them in the, in the neighborhood of $15 million. It doesn't. So here's what the Raiders can do. If they want, they can franchise tag Josh Jacobs and the projection for the franchise tag for running backs is $12.6 million. Okay. That's not bad. No. Now, granted, you're not going to pay him a contract that's going to pay him $12 million a year, but would you be willing to franchise tag him and get him for one more year before you finally turn over the offense in terms of running the ball responsibly, uh, the responsibility running football, to Zeus White, right? That's a very a reasonable take i think that you know the raiders are going to have some money and the salary cap goes up it goes up every year other than the covid year like so the the cap so it will have its it's going growth accommodated there so it's very very possible that because and i've been saying this for a few weeks now like i don't think he's back because someone's going to offer him stupid money well how do you prevent him from leaving for stupid money and going to chicago or seattle or wherever the hell else how do you prevent that is that you franchise tag them and you can franchise tag them two I times, know, right? Yeah. And I, and I know players don't like that, but running backs are most effective in their first five, six years. So he's already played four. you franchise tag him for two more. That gets you to year six. I don't know how old he is, but he'll be, he'll be running up on 30. I mean, like he might be his, his, his number. He might be 28 by the time you get done with that. And that's about, I mean, you know, unless you're like a super elite running back, like an Adrian Peterson or something, you're not playing into your 30s. And even then, how effective is an Adrian Peterson or an Emmett Smith or an Edron James or any of the other, you know, Barry's, well, Barry retired early, but like any of the running backs that were great in their careers and then played on long enough to get into those third contracts and stuff, 
they were not great. You know what I mean? They were okay, sure. but they were shells of what they were. So anyways, purely from a strategy perspective, from a roster building perspective, I think it's prudent for the Raiders to, at a minimum, you tag him one more year, and then maybe tag him in, in, in one more after that, especially if he pulls an offensive player of the year or something crazy like yeah. that. Yeah, or you know what? And you know, and you might tag him another year, and if he has another season, then maybe you give him a two-year contract. You know, move some money around. There's a guy that, you know, hey, this I, guy's I, not I like franchise out. tag money or something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got ab- you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely a possibility. I mean, the Titans did it with Derrick Henry, and the Titans offense is, I mean, you watch a Titans game, it's Derrick Henry and their defense, the end. And I know that Tannehill does some things and whatever, but it's, for, I mean, it's yeah. really those it's, two things yeah. is it. I mean, you know. Kevin Bayard, shout out MTSU Blue Raiders, like that defense is insane. And and so, gosh, can you imagine how good we'd be if we had that kind of a defense? Like, yep. well, whatever, that's a whole other story. But anyways, but so they were able to, to afford to pay to break the bank for Derrick Henry and, 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 and to keep him, uh, you know, under the roof there. So, you know, that's, that's going to be interesting to see where the Raiders go with that. But I like that idea, though, Jeff, that maybe you go one year, then you do maybe a two-year deal, take care of him a little bit. And then at that point, then, you know, if he wants to, and he'll will, he'll continue to play. Someone will pay him, you know, sure. but, but you're not going to get 2022 Josh Jacobs. You're going to get whatever, you know, four years later is, and uh, probably not going to be nearly as effective. But anyway, so that's, that's, I just wanted to kind of button that up because I didn't even, I didn't really know, and I hadn't ducked into it enough. And I decided to finally dig into it this week and answer those questions. So, um, all right. So here's what. Here's why I think the Raiders need to do this is that the, the, the young man is doing things that are completely unprecedented in terms of um, some in Raider history. And you think about the great running backs we've had, Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson and Mark Van Egan. And we've had great running backs, Rooster Banizak for crying out loud. Um, but he, so he's doing unprecedented things stacked up against those guys. But more importantly, of recent history, like, yeah, we had Michael Bush and Darren McFadden. Yeah, I know crowd favorite is Justin Fargus. Like, you know, Lamont Jordan had it for a minute. Charlie Garner was like the last, him and Wheatley were like the last two Raider running backs that I was a big fan of, but they weren't career Raiders. Those were, those were, those were free agent guys that kind of came in late. So the idea that now we have like a guy we drafted, you know what I mean? Like, like we did Marcus Allen and he's yep. building his career as a Raider. Like, I love this stuff. So anyway, so to contrast him with, with what's gone on in relatively recent history with the Raiders. For the first time in his four-year career, Raiders' Josh Jacobs has been named AFC Offensive Player of the Week for Week 12. He set a career-high 303 scrimmage yards, 229 rushing, 74 receiving, and two rushing touchdowns, including, of course, the 86-yard touchdown run. Other Raiders running backs that were named Offensive Player of the Week in the past. Do you want to guess any of them? I just named off a bunch of them. Yeah, no, no, you keep going. Okay. Michael Bush was the most recent one. It was 2011 in week 10, okay? Uh, In 2011, week three was Darren McFadden. 2010, week seven was Darren McFadden. 2005, week seven was Lamont Jordan. Uh, 1997, I'm misnaming this guy, Napoleon Kaufman. Uh, 1987, Bo Jackson. Uh, 1985, Marcus Allen. 1984, Marcus Allen. And so you get the idea of the company now that Josh Jacobs is in is he's in a very, very, uh, I mean, these are hall of famers we're talking about here sure. and, and some of the greatest Raider running backs ever. Uh, very, um, uh, good company. Uh, most first downs rushing and receiving this season. Do you want to take a guest swag, Jeff? And who's leading that category? Oh, I th- I'd say it'd be Josh Jacobs. Huh? Josh Jacobs. He's got 80 first downs rushing and receiving. 
The next closest is Tyreek Hill at 58. Wow. Not only is Josh Jacobs leading, he's, he's leading by a mile. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you got McCaffrey at 57, Kelsey at 57, and Aaron Jones at 57. So all the guys are tied, basically. Um, the four guys tied behind him, and Josh Jacobs are running away with it. Those 81st downs this season are the most for any Raiders player since Lamont Jordan had 86 in 2005. So he's going to blow that record oh, out of the water. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he'll get it next week. He'll get it, absolutely. The only other Raider with more in-season since 1991 was Charlie Garner in, uh, in 2002. He had 91. Again, he's going to blow that out of the water. The last player in the NFL to have more than 80 first downs in the first 11 games of the season uh, was Arian Foster had 91 in 2010. There you go. And I'm just getting started. Okay. Josh Jacobs has gained 37% of the yards from scrimmage for the Raiders this season. The only player in franchise history with a larger share was Marcus Allen with 40% in 1985. Only other Raiders that have had more than 30% in the last 25 seasons was Lamont Jordan, who had 30.2 in 2005. Players in the last 10 seasons to gain 35% of the team's scrimmage yards. Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs. There's your one, two, and three. McCaffrey for Carolina had 40%. Derrick Henry had 38% uh, this year, or has 38% so far this year. And, of course, Josh Jacobs with, as I, I said, 37, 35.7 uh, this year. Uh, there have been seven scrimmage touchdowns scored in the regular season of overtime of 30-plus yards since 2016. The Raiders have four of them, and now Josh Jacobs has one of them. Josh Jacobs in 2021, to contrast what he's doing this year versus what he did last year. Josh Jacobs in 2021 had 217 rushes for 872 yards, and 535 yards came after contact. So far, uh, what are we, 10 games in, 11 games in? Yep. Josh Jacobs in 2022, 216, yards, uh, 216 rushes, 1,159 yards, 776 yards after contact. He's had one fewer rush, and he's already had 241 more yards after con after after contact. Yeah, this young man is freaking balling out, and and so I'm just I, I can't tell you how impressed I am. And last, I'm gonna tag it with this, and then and then you jump over to to to, to finish off talking about uh, Josh Jacobs. You mentioned off the very beginning of this thing, and I I, I can't remember if you said or if I read in the chat. Anyways, I'm convoluting in my brain. You don't get to where we're at without the offensive line protecting. Sure. You don't get to, to where we're at with, with the offensive line doing what it does up front to, to block uh, for Josh Jacobs and protect for Derek Carr. The offensive line was under tons of scrutiny early on in the season. And, you know, the Raiders did not make a move at the trade deadline. We didn't bring in a KG free agent to play right tackle, all this stuff. And the the, the coaching staff would tell us repeatedly, we're good with the guys we have in-house. We're good with Carmen Brasillo coaching these guys up. And we as fans are going like, what the hell are they doing? Well, go figure. They know more than we do. The Raiders' pass protection rating, as of today, seventh in the NFL. Just saying. Okay. A lot of positivity, man. A lot of positivity. A lot of positivity. All right, I'm going to um, drink while you talk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Take a swig, bro. <laughs> hey, so, so back to Josh Jacobs. So Josh Jacobs... 
has become the first NFL player since at least 1950 to have more than 225 yards on the ground and more than 70 through the air in one game. He's also set, with his performance, he set the single-game rushing record for the Raiders, uh, beating that mark that I believe you talked about in 1997 with Napoleon Kaufman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, and because Napoleon beat Bo Jackson's that he set oh, against nice. the Seahawks. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Good Napoleon call, Kaufman in 97 ran for right 227. On, so Josh Jacobs beats that, becomes the all-time single-game rushing leader in Raider history. So Josh Jacobs also in this game passed Mark Van Egan for third all time in Raider rushing touchdowns and is now only behind Marcus Allen and Pete Banaszak. Wow. Absolutely. So now, and as you mentioned, 1,159 yards rushing this season. That is now the top of the NFL. So he skyrocketed past Saquon Barkley, past Derrick Henry, and now sits up alone at the top, and he's got a little bit of breathing room. Dang, dude. He's got 100 yards plus cushion between him and the number two guy. Oh, my gosh, dude. So last week, Josh Jacobs, all-purpose yards, 303. 303. So he had 303 yards. The Giants last week had 300 total yards. (laughs) <laughs> the Bears, 292 total yards. The Saints, 260. The Broncos, 246. The Texans, 210. And the Rams, 198. So Josh Jacobs alone beat six NFL teams in yardage. Let's go. Let's nice go. Nice one, Swago. And speaking of all-purpose yards, speaking of all-purpose yards, I just got curious and thought, I wonder how many players have done more than 300 all-purpose rushing yards. So Josh Jacobs is sitting eighth all time in NFL history in all purpose yards at 303. So he's only, it was 33 yards shy of the NFL record. Unbelievable. 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 Josh Jacobs, we love you. We love you, man. Much respect. Much respect. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what? And if we can't afford to pay you, maybe we'll just cut one of these other guys that have been on IR. Uh, hey, you know? You ain't lying. Darren Waller, uh, you can probably get that ooh, Raider tattoo ooh, removed, ooh. right? They, oh, oh, Jeff. You know what I mean? Damn, bro. You know? I'm just oh, saying. Going in there. We done all this without him. Well, we certainly have. But think what we could have been doing with him, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, listen, I don't want to. Listen, I'm, I'm still in on, on Waller and. Uh, Mojo asked later on about uh, about Darren Waller's contract, and I've got some info for you there, Mojo. There we'll, we'll definitely talk about it there. Um, all right, so let's do so just for fun here. Okay. Uh, let's talk about about some uh, significant plays uh, in Raider Nation history, and then let's jump into a break, and then we'll get into what the media is talking about. So, eighty six yards, close out the game, man. Like what a what a freaking amazing play. Um, not quite breaking the top five for longest rushing plays in Raider history. So uh, Kenny King had an 89-yarder in 1980 against San Diego. Latavius Murray Latavius Murray had a 90-yarder against Kansas City in 14. Bo Jackson, of course, at Seattle, 1987, had a 91. Bo Jackson against Cincinnati in 89 had a 92. Longest rush, though? Do you remember this? Yeah. Drum roll, chat room. Do you see if you... Do you see, 
Terrell, Terrell Pryor. Yeah, heck yeah, Terrell bro. Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor against the yeah. freaking uh, Steelers. And let's not forget, um, oh, never mind. It was an all-in-one run. I was thinking running with the night with Marcus Allen. Oh, well, he probably ran 160 yards on that play, though. Yeah, for sure. Because he ran in, ran out, ran over, yeah, ran up. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was all over the place. Yep. Uh, in terms of longest passing plays, of course, Jim Plunkett to Cliff Branch is number one uh, against the Washington. Speaking of, of playing against uh, Washington, yep. uh, that was, of course, it was in the regular season uh, leading up to it, but a 99-yard play um, from Jim Plunkett to to Cliff Branch. Um, but we've had a lot of uh, discussion around, like, longest, like, actual well, not scrimmage, but actual yardage covered, and the longest. Um, you got a, got a couple in here. So the longest play in Raider history is 104 yards. So okay. there are a couple guys that have done it. So Ira Matthews in 1979 versus the Chargers had a 104 yard kickoff return. Jack Tatum also had a fumble return yeah. for 104 yards wow. uh, against Green Bay in, in 1972. So 104 yards of your longest, your longest offensive play um, would have, was, of course, would be, would be Plunkett and Branch. But also, uh, just for honorable mention here, Eddie Anderson had a pick uh, against Miami in 92 that went for 102 yards. So wow. this play by Josh Jacobs, look – it's arguable how significant that is in terms of regular season play. Not only was it 86 freaking yards, but it closed out a game. It was a walk-off, man. Right. So, like, again, he's in rarefied air here, man. Josh yeah. Jacobs is doing things that we haven't seen in, in, in a Raider uniform in an awful long time, and isn't it awful refreshing to see? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, I won't call myself Swagstradamus, but before the game, I tweeted out and said, hey, let's all channel our inner bow and go get this win. And uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, he must have retweeted that. Well, <laughs> and you know what, though? I'm going to give you some flowers on this one, though, oh, Jeff. Oh, good. Thanks. Okay. You said, okay, so this year, this offseason, when we add Devontae Adams and we lock up Waller and Renfro, and all, we do all these amazing things. You said on a show, and I, I should have dug it up and pulled it, but I didn't think of it until just now. You can you, do it later. You can do it later. Yeah, you, you can give me respect next week, well, too. Okay, there you go. Easy. All right, so, but you. you <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, right. so, yeah, here we go. All right, but so. Oh, nice. So, what you did, though, is that we were talking about all oh, the offense is going to be this. It's going to be all these pass catchers and all these guys doing all these amazing things and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, hang on a minute, man. You're like, I think the breakout player on our offense is going to be Josh Jacobs. And, and, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing, and I'm not, I don't want to speak for you, but your point was, was that defenses are going to be focused on all these. And we don't even have Waller and Renfro on the field, but they're focused on Devonte. They're focused on Matt Collins. They're focused on Foster Moreau. And when you pull guys back from the line of scrimmage, what happens? Right. You give the ball to freaking Josh Jacobs and he's going bad shit. Yep. And you dude, you did freaking uh, swag Stradamus that one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I did. So, uh, so yeah. And you know, uh, I can't, what did, uh, what did Ron say up here that, that was a really, uh, really good point. I don't know. Uh, let's go to a break. I'll see if I can find it. All right, there we go. Oh, sorry. I already played that one. Hi. This is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Just win, baby. Okay. Yeah, I found it. Okay. So Ron says all these stats that we just named for this game – and his season and all that stuff. It's so much more impressive remembering the fact 
that we didn't really use Josh Jacobs the first couple games of the year. You know what? That's a great call out. Ron called that out. That's such a good call because, you know, because it's true, man. He leads the league in rushing. And we used him very, very little until, what, week three maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great, great point there, yeah. Ron. Good stuff, Ron. Um, yeah, and, and, and a clear case of, as always, the chat room knows more about football than we do. Yeah. And uh, you're way more entertaining than we are. And before we jump into the what uh, Rich Eisen is talking about, Swag Jeff, yeah. uh, shout out who we got in the chat and what's going on in there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Corey Burham's in there. Uh, of course, Ron. Uh, Antonia Ramirez is in there. Jeff Davis is in there. Uh, Kerry Walton's in there. Uh, Tide Raiders in there. The Mangus Boys are in there. Franklin eighty three. Napoleon Allen. Corey Fleck is in there. Let's see. Uh, Jesse Cardenas is in there. Lala Meloso's in there. Kevin the Raider nerds. Uh, calling in from uh from Australia. He's in Australia yeah, down there with his Australia. lovely wife Erin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Troy Romer, uh, Romero's in there. Uh, Ebony Graves, Tyrone Graves, Wyo Raiders in there. Pineapple. We got the whole crew, man. Yeah, and before and- we move on too much, I want to give respect to Derek Carr. Oh, ooh. I want to give respect to Derek, man. Do it. So obviously this game is is the Josh you Jacobs stan. love. Yeah, right. But you know what? <laughs> Can't I, say nothing nice about Derek Carr. No, absolutely. Without freaking ab- getting slings not. and so, arrows. So while yeah. I'm giving respect to Derek Carr, I want to give respect to my daughter, Charlie. So oh, my this daughter, is a great yeah, story. So my yeah. daughter, Charlie. So, so we were watching the Broncos game uh, last week. And we're watching the game, and I'm wearing my Derek jersey, and we're watching the game. And and I told her, I said, uh, she goes, I, she's she's Derek Carr's biggest fan. She's the total Derek Carr stan. Huge. My daughter is. So uh, so she goes, is, is he playing for me? And I was like, yeah. I said, yeah. Derek gave, <laughs> Derek called me and said, hey, tell Charlie I'm going to win this one for. Her. And I got really nervous because we went to overtime. Yeah, and I wasn't yeah, yeah, sure yeah. we were going to win. But uh, but so Charlie made this really cool video, and 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 we tagged Derek in it and stuff like that and said, thank you for scoring a touchdown, all this and that. Well, so this past week, she goes, is Derek going to play for me? And I said, well, I, yeah, he's playing for you. I don't know if he's going to win or, you know, whatever. But she, yeah, I already, already, already used that one up. I don't want to yeah, get Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so Derek goes down in the first quarter. Goes down. My daughter bawled. And your daughter is how old? She's she's five. She's five. She's five. She'll be six in February. If she was twenty eight, it'd be weird. It'd be weird. Yeah. It'd be weird. Yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I mean, whatever. I mean, you you fan however you want to fan. You know what I mean? But but she she cried. She cried. And Derek missed one play and came back and was so resilient. Balled out. Had his first three touchdown games since twenty twenty. Much respect Which apparently has become the new barometer for whether you're a good quarterback or not. Whatever. If you ask uh, Twitter GM. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. Dude's freaking, does he like right at the top of the league and touchdown passes thrown? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's doing like great. right at the top. And he's doing great. And people on Twitter are like, oh, you're not a good quarterback. You're not going to throw three yeah, touchdowns. He's doing great. He's so doing great. Stupid. And you know what? And, and I want to give respect to QB Jeff because he made a great call out in our little group text that we had. Uh, that said, you know what? I want to give respect to Derek because Derek checked down to that run that Josh Jacobs That's went 86 the to the house. You know what I mean? That play wasn't called. Derek read a defense. Holy shit. Derek can read a defense, and he read it, and he audibled to that run. And thanks, and Josh McDaniels, game. for letting him. I'm saying it, Giving man. him the freedom to do that, yeah. man. My gosh. Yeah. For anyone that's doubting on whether or not Derek's going to be your quarterback next year, uh-huh. do it. do it differently. Derek Carr is going to be your quarterback, Raider Nation. Yeah, deal with it. Deal with it. Deal with it, man. He's a guy. And listen, and like we've, 
You know, it's it's so funny how like and and our and our, our good friend on, on Twitter, uh, Sashi, uh, put up a tweet today where he was like, "It sucks that we're in a world where on you know on social media and we're all interacting as Raider fans. You can't compliment uh, in this case Derek Carr without having like." you know, uh, uh, the people that don't care for him as a quarterback, like completely like rally against you. Like it's, it's, we can be critical of him and we can praise him at the same time. Yes. Cause guess what? The world is full of gray areas. It's not about having extreme opinion of like all in or all out. Like we are not Sith. We don't deal in absolutes. Like there is a gray area. There's for you, Kevin, um, that there is a gray area here and we can support Derek and encourage him as, and be encouraged by him as fans when he does well and criticize him when he does bad. And guess what? He's a human being. And so he does some things good and some things bad. Like the rest of us do like, and so I get it that like you want him to be more good than bad. But I think that when, you know, do we support Derek Carr around here? Yes. Hell yes. Do I think he's a top five quarterback? No, I don't. Do I think he's a top 10 quarterback? Maybe. Do I think he's a top 15? Hell Absolutely. yes. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And so is it like I can have relentless support for the guy and not think he's Johnny Unitas or in better case, Ken Stabler right. at the same time. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous to me that we can't be encouraged or support. It's like saying like, like you said, okay, here we go. Josh Jacobs did not have the year last year that he did this year. Well, if we are still supportive of Josh Jacobs, that doesn't, that doesn't mean that, that like, we think that he's the worst thing in the world or that we think that he's better than Marcus Allen. It just means we support him because guess what? He wears silver and black. And as long as Derek Carr's wearing number four on his jersey and he's in silver and black, he's going to be my favorite quarterback. Like, Truth. I, the end. So like, Truth. it's crazy to me the way these, these discussions get polarized and it's probably a broader issue with all of social media. But like this idea that like, it's okay for us to support a guy. And it doesn't mean that we want him to be the quarterback for the next 10 years. It doesn't mean that we want him gone tomorrow. It's just, if you're critical about a thing, it's in the moment, it's encapsulated. It's not this big giant freaking thing that that, people blow it up to be. You're exactly right. And you said something that was so poetic right there. And I love that you said it. Just be in the moment, be in the moment, Raider nation. I know that, Yes, we're fans of a team, and, you know, Derek Carr one day is going to retire and all that stuff, and then he won't have to worry about it. But we will. But you know what? Just live in the moment. Root for that game. Be 1-0 every single week. Amen, dude. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about where you're going to draft next year. I don't give a shit about that. I'm worried about the 53 that are on the field right now, and I want the W's to be much bigger than the L's, and why would you root for anything other than that? You know what I'm saying? Like, root for your quarterback, root for your running back, root for everyone in silver and black. We're going to win every single game. And if we don't, you know what? That sucks ass. But guess what? We're going to win next week. Like, just be, <laughs> be in that moment as a fan. Just win, baby. there ain't shit we can do about it, guys. We can't do anything about it. So why not support your people? Come Amen, on. Amen, dude. Amen. Amen. Yep. All right. Let's hit a break, and then let's listen to Rich Eisen. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is Kevin, the Raider nerd. Live hey, at the Oakland up, Raiders tailgate. Raiders! Yeah! We, got, we got Gorilla Rilla. Say hey, got uh, Uncle Marsh and Merck. I love you guys. Much love from the Black Hole, baby. Just win.
All right, I appreciate all of you that are joining us live tonight uh, for Raiders Fan Radio, and uh, we're going to play one more soundbite for you, and then we're going to jump into the Sea of Fans mailbag where we hear from you because more of you and less of us is a good thing, and we're already uh, running a little bit late, but hey, what else you got to do? Hey, what do you got to do tomorrow? You got to get up and go to work, but uh, and so do I, but uh, we're going we're gonna to stick around and talk a little bit about the Raiders some more, and, uh, and of course, we're going to hear from all of you in the Sea of Fans mailbag. And uh, we're going to get your emails and we're going to get your voicemails, which have, were awesome this week, as they always are. Um, first, let me go ahead and shout out the chat room one more time. Uh, LV Maximus is in there. Corey Fleck is in there. Ebony Graves is in there. Uh, Paul Edgerton Paul is in there. Raider Flash is in there. Fabricator Gil. What's up, Gil? Uh, we will see you next month. Actually, in a cure in a couple weeks. Uh, Gianluca is in there. Raider Loco is in there. Jesse Cardenas is in there. Uh, Animal Mother is in there. What's up, Animal Mother? Uh, Corey Fleck, B. Al is in there. Alon is in there. Miss Ebony Graves is in there. The Rip Torn Raider is in there. Uh, appreciate you, Rip Torn Raider. Uh, Frankie Mosqueda is in there. Uh, Anthony Ramirez, Big Time Willie. Uh, Robert Pena, uh, Matthew Mangus is in there. Man, so many of our good friends. Corey Burham, Jeff Davis, Napoleon Allen. My gosh, uh, Pineapple, Edgar V, Raider Twan. Like, dude, we are loaded in the chat room tonight and appreciate you all so very, very much. All right, so uh, let's go ahead. So we've heard from the team. You heard from us. Now let's check in with the guy that's been flying the Raiders flag all year long. Good friend of the show. Let's check in with our buddy, Rich Eisen. If you're new to this show, where you been? If you watch us every day, you, you know from us? Uh, a take that <laughs> right? I was all in on back in March, all the way to the uh, playing season, and then even through the first month of the season when they didn't win a game for the first three games. Uh, me, me saying the, the Raiders would win the AFC West this year. A uh, worst take uh, I've, I've had football-wise in the history of this show, I think. And uh, when the Raiders lost yet another double-digit lead and then game in Jacksonville to fall to 2-7, and seven, I, uh, uh, Mike, I had you uh, uh, pull this soundbite from good No, i got to turn my back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the sizzling in the background and everything, my hot take... Uh, sizzling in the background. So now, now I got to turn my back on you. It's great. But then they went ahead and uh, won in Denver in overtime on a walk-off touchdown, Devontae Adams. And then yesterday, after Derek Carr's first pass of the game was intercepted, and then he took one directly in the chops, and I thought he oh, was done for the day, and he too. comes back in. And Josh Jacobs, my goodness, Josh Jacobs with 303 yards of offense himself yesterday. Oof. 229 on the ground, 74 in the air. He had more yards on offense in total on Sunday in Seattle than seven NFL teams. Six, pardon me. <laughs> I heard Giants, that Bears, Saints, Broncos, Texans, Rams all had fewer total stat. yards on yeah, offense in Week 12 than Josh Jacobs personally. Wow. Max Crosby, grown-ass man. <laughs> Chandler Jones bagged himself. Geno Smith also with a huge fumble recovery. But Max Crosby in overtime on third and one yeah. got all over Geno Smith, forced a punt that led to a snap of the football for the Raiders, and Josh Jacobs went right home from there and wrapped up the game on the spot. Another walk-off win 
It's caused me to ask Mike Del Tufo to play another drop <laughs> from another famous film involving some people who might not be on the up and up. Hey, the business. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. At four and seven. Oh, oh, let's go, oh, dude. Might just be a pirate after all. If it was possible to do a John Facenda imitation, go higher register, I would. Maybe, just maybe, the Raiders can actually make the playoffs. Who knows? This is the Raiders team I was talking about. Max Crosby, Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones, Derek Carr, and then Josh Jacobs. OMG. Come on, Raiders. Down the stretch we come. Down the stretch we come. And scene. (laughs) How about it? Let's put up the Raiders schedule. You no, got no, 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 wait, wait, please wait. Let's do it. Let's do it. You it's guys okay. Do it's this right. all the time. It's Go okay. for it, Rich. It's all, right. it's, all right. it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. We're going to do it. We'll do it a little bit more. Do it, Rich. Fucking playoffs. I told you, Mike Francesa once mentioned the same question three times in the same segment, and he's in the Radio Hall of Fame. We got to do a reaction Monday right at nine o'clock. No, we don't. Don't worry about it. I'm not uh, going to. I won't go all in here. It's just like home for the Chargers, at the Rams, home for the Pats. Oh, baby. What if they win, got four straight dubs win, going to the Pats game? Win. <laughs> All right, dude. So there he is. There's Rich Eisen oh. back on the bandwagon. <laughs> Let's go, dude. So here's what I'm thinking. Like, not cart before the horse. Although John Madden famously said, don't worry about the horse being blind. Just load the wagon. But that said, here's where I think this thing could go. We know we can beat the Chargers. We did it last year. Speaking of walk-offs, we beat the damn Chargers last year. Last game of the season, went to the playoffs. Their asses went home. Right. We know we can beat them at Legion Stadium, and that's what we got this week. Right. The Rams are down bad. Oh. The Rams are probably the most disappointing team in football this year. Totally. Maybe Or maybe the Packers, but, like, it's close. That's nah, Rams, man. But, they suck ass, they su- But they got injuries, though. They you know, cuts suck, hurt. Bro. Stafford got hurt. Like I mean, yeah, yeah. we all got injuries. That's we true. all got injuries. Next man up, bro. All right, y'all enough. suck. They're they're bad. They're bad. Okay, so we know we can beat the Rams. So what are we looking at now? Four straight wins. We are at this point six and seven, going into Sunday night to play the Patriots. Right. I said this on Silver and Black today this last week. I was fully expecting the Raiders to get flexed out of that Sunday night game because, and I'm not getting all, and I know we're going to talk about the immediacy of it, but I want to keep it on this idea of what Rich is talking about here. There is a world where the Raiders can go on a run. There's a world that the Raiders were going to go on a run. And we thought that coming, going into the Jaguars and the Colts and all that stuff. We're a couple games late, but the run is seemingly beginning to start. The swell, the momentum is starting to get there. Right. You hear it in the team. You see it on the field. The evidence tells us that the Raiders are poised and prepared to go on a run. Whether they do or not is remains to be seen. So, again, I'm not getting all crazy here, but I am just trying to paint this picture. If we beat these next two teams, which are very winnable games, right. I don't think the Raiders are going to get flexed out of that Sunday night game. And thank goodness, because I'll be at the game. And that's the weekend we're down there for the Blitnikoff Foundation. Uh, thank you, Gil, by the way, for the hookup on the tickets, as always. And so we're going to be down there and to watch the game. 
And, and if you're going to be at the game, holler at us so we can come by and say hi. Uh, but while not only we, we will be with Gil and his crew, but me and my cousin Sonny and uh, his lovely wife, Rachel, and, and, and my girl, Valerie, are going to be there. We're going to hang out watch the game. It's going to be amazing. So anyways, that game, Sunday night football, the Raiders can climb back to 500. Potentially, I mean, New England will be a team they'll be competing with in a wild card situation. We would then gain the tiebreaker over them by beating them. So what Rich is saying, that's why you heard him change his tone. He was like, oh, my gosh. Because that could be a monster game for the Raiders, that Sunday night game. I know we have two more to get to before we get there. So, again, I'm not getting crazy with this. And I know what this season has been. And I'm not disproportionately valuing back-to-back wins over the seven losses that were ridiculous. Like, maybe one of them is understandable. You know, the Titans game was dog shit. Jaguars, dog shit. Colts, dog shit. Cardinals. Cardinals might be the worst of them all. Yeah. So, like, I get it. I'm not excusing nor moving those things and pretending like they didn't happen. But what I am telling you is that all is not lost. There is a chance for the Raiders. I don't have an expectation they're going to make a playoff. I don't have an expectation they're going to do some rattle off and go win the Super Bowl, or maybe, because I'm a little delusional. But what I do expect, Jeff, is for us to be in a position where we're contending, where we're part of the conversation. Everybody this week is going like, oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are 4-7. and Like, they're on the outside looking in. Well, guess who else is 4-7? and Right. Like, come on, man. Like, we're right there and we get to play the chiefs at the end of the season and they're likely going to be sitting people because they're going to want to they're going to they're, they're going to have it all locked up so like i'm just saying raider nation yep. i wish i could curse let's effing go man i was gonna retire that yes effing sir that is gonna be amazing yeah. what the season rest I, don't you jeff am i excited for no reason am i off base here no you're a damn raider fan of course you're gonna be excited Holy shit, man. We're excited every single week. But let, okay, look. So, fans, including us sometimes, we like to look at the past. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. We look at, especially as Raider Nation, man. We love, our, Nation, past. We we love, love our past. We love our past. It's, it's very reverent. We love our past. But let's keep it to the recent past. Okay. The 2021 Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, do it, Jeff. Let's remember what happened. We lost some stupid ass games the to Bears. start the year. We lost to the damn Bears, you know. We had the game in the bag against Cincinnati last year, and <sighs> Derek Carr got a case of the fumbles, and we fumbled about 87 times in that game, and we ended up losing, you know. So this season seems very familiar. You know, we were a seven-loss team before we went on our run last year. That's we were true. six and seven, and then we go and we play, Four. what, Indianapolis, and we start all of that run. You know what I mean? Or maybe it wasn't Indianapolis, but whatever. We it was four that, in a row. It was four in a row. So now we're four and seven. Let's go beat the Dolts. Very winnable. They suck. You know what I mean? Talk about an overhyped team. I would take every freaking year. I'm insane. telling you, man. I would take our team at four and seven ver- to the Chargers, who are whatever, 500 or whatever. They suck, bro. Justin Herbert ain't the guy. No. He is freaking 
Philip Rivers 2.0. That guy is garbage, bro. The most overrated quarterback the in the most league. Most overrated, acne filled quarterback oh, in the entire world. You know what I'm saying? So they suck. So we're going to beat their ass. We're going to go to the Rams and just eat their lunch, bro. And guess where we're going to be? We're going to be at six and seven. We're going to be at six and seven. And then we're going to see red ass Derek. We're going to oh. see him come back. I don't know if he's going to go. So Well, he, and speaking of red ass, you don't think Josh McDaniels is going to be a little red to go up uh, against freaking go against the hoodie hello. and the freaking Patriots? Hello. So you know what? Come you know on what? now. I think, I think it's about time for Derek Carr to just dust it off. We're going to open up. We're going to see this video. The Raiders are going to post it. It's going to be this video, and it's going to be Derek opening up this chest, and he's going to reach in, and he's going to pull out the sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Ah! <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. 10 and 7, bro. 10 and 7, bro. Let's go. I love it. Let's go. Oh, I love it. Because this team has done it before, man. We've got the pieces in the locker room that know how to do that. And now all the other guys have bought in. And now we have some leaders. We got Deron Harmon in there. We got Denzel Perryman, fully healthy, active, ready to roll. We've got all these people. Let's go. Let's get it done, man. 10 and 7. We're going to the playoffs, Let's bro. Let's go, baby. We're going to the playoffs, bro. Let's go. Let's go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Jeff, you're going to be fired up over here. Holy cow. Let's all go. Right, all right. Speaking of which. Yeah. <laughs> there he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's fired. He's thrown. It is. All right, appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. I uh, love all you very much for joining us here at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, let's see. Uh, Corey Fleck in there says, is it possible for the Raiders to make the wild card at 9-8? and eight? Heck, yeah, it is. I mean, anything is possible. You know, Everybody's what, what, beating everybody right now, bro. Everybody's beating everybody. Every, everybody. And we knew that was going to happen in our division. Of course, you know, the Broncos can't beat anybody. But, uh, but yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and the Raiders, like, it's funny. So, uh, uh, not only to answer that question, could they make sure? I mean, it would take a lot of things to happen. I think you got to get to ten wins in order to be a playoff team, uh, but it, but it's certainly possible. And uh, uh, Lencho says the Raiders to the playoffs is that right now it's at a plus sixteen hundred. Take that bet. I'm with you, Lencho, and I'm with you, Swago, and that might be the bet. And also too, Vegas knows more about this stuff than we do. They're right, they're right an awful lot of times. Um, I threw it away earlier. But- I wish I, would, I wish I had it here. Let's see if I can pull it back up. But I will get this to you if I can't find it right here on this piece of paper. Um, the Raiders Super Bowl odds have jumped up considerably. Not that the, I'm not saying the Raiders are going to make the Super Bowl, but what I, I am. am saying is that well, and, and <laughs> right on. But what I am saying though is that when you look at the Vegas betting odds, it has gone through the freaking roof. And let me see if I can find that. Swag Jeff, go ahead and shout the chat room and tell them what we're getting in, getting into here in the CFM. Absolutely, absolutely. We got 140 people in here right now watching this show. So much respect to each and every one of you. 72 likes. Hit just hey, just press the damn button, nerd. Just, press just the hit damn that button, like. Nerd. Hit the thumbs up, man. Hey, and and respect everyone in the chat. Ebony Graves, Robert Pena, D Menace is in there. The numbers is in there. Pineapple killed Jadis. Uh, Lencho, Frank from NorCal's in there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Matthew Mangus, Corey Fleck, Franklin83, Foxy Scorpio, Napoleon Allen, 
B. Al. Paul is in there. Uh, Bourbon Country Raiders in there, which hey, is an epic, nice. epic name. Uh, yeah, so much respect, man. Uh, Jesse Cardenas is in there. Sam Tanka is in there. Uh, we got the whole crew, man. We're ready to roll. Oh, that's awesome, man. Appreciate all of you joining us tonight. All right, so I found it here. So the Raiders' odds to win the Super Bowl went from 250 to 1 to 150 to 1 Whoa. after this win. That's a If you know Vegas odds... That's a monstrous, monstrous jump there. So, uh, so anyway, so good stuff there, and uh, and appreciate you all so very, very so much. So Lencho in there says, I think like a two hundred fifty dollar bet would give you fifty grand right now, or something like that. Oh my gosh, I don't. I love numbers, but I don't do math, so I'll I'll defer to you and Lencho on that. There is a guy in there uh, named the numbers uh, in our chat room, so maybe I mean, he was the one that kind of put that stat up. I think oh he, well, there you go. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Plus right. plus twenty thousand right now for what to win the Super Bowl. Uh huh. Gosh, that's tempting. Well, we are going to be in Vegas next month. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. Heck, I'll be at the Bet MGM Sportsbook next week. So, yeah, you will. Yeah. Shout out Safern and the uh, and the Gold Strike Casino. There you go. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and jump into these emails. We appreciate you all very very much for contacting us at uh, at show. Uh, that's our email address. It's show. Oh, okay. Yeah, you want to write it down? Yeah, you, have- you got a sharpie? Yeah, I do. Okay, it's S. Uh huh. H. Uh huh. O. Uh huh. W okay at RaidersFanRadio.com. Perfect. Yeah. How inventive. That's really, creative. It's so cool, right? That's creative, man. I like it. So if you want to email us, and as much as we love your text messages and your Facebook messages and Instagram messages and Twitter messages and all that stuff, those are so many places. We we are a limited crew around here and we can't get to everything, but we are a definitely a one-stop shop at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. So if you ever want to get a message to us and you want to have it right on the air, send us an email there and I promise you we won't we won't miss it there. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and start off tonight. We've got our good buddy Raider Chemist that kicked it off tonight and he says, hello Raider family, Raider Chemist here. It's been a minute, but I'm still kicking. I had a baby girl born two weeks ago, and since then we have had two wins, so I guess uh, she is my lucky charm. Congratulations. Hey. And much respect, man. Much respect. Um, raise them right. Raise them Raiders. Uh, I want to talk about Josh Jacobs, but what I want to say is pay this man. I get it. Running backs are not as valued as much as they should be, and J.J. has has some injuries, but when it matters, he's in there bleeding it out. He is the heart of a Raider, and he runs with passion, a man that loves where he is at and wants to stay put, so pay this man. Uh, I think I've said this once or twice, but I guess it's worth repeating. Mike Florio is a clown. You won't find anybody agree with you more than that than than me. I don't know how this guy still has a show. Uh, Here's a quote from his show on Monday. Please read with a dumb voice. (laughs) <laughs> Try to do it with my Florio. The challenge is going to be how much do you pay him when you consider that you can, in theory, find a guy in round two, three, four, five, six, or seven or undrafted that if you can block for him, if you can trust him to hold the ball and you can rely or rely on him to pick up the blitzes there, he's coming out of every college every year. There's guys that can do it. <laughs> okay. That's so the, the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. He said that? That's what Flor apparently that's what Florio said. And you know what's double stupid about that? Uh-huh. They already have a guy that they drafted in the lower rounds. Right. That's what Zamir White is there for. Right. So it's a ridiculous take. It's so stupid. Yes, Florio is like, Florio is on the Mount Rushmore of clowns when it comes to reporting on the Raiders. Like, it's a, and there's some doozies up there, but definitely Florio is up there. I'd put Lombardi up there, put Mike Lombardi. I would say let's do let's let's have a quick little exercise. Who okay. is the who is the who are your clowns, Raider Nation? Who's the pendejos that need to be on the Mount Rushmore of Raider reporters 
I'm going to say Florio, Mike Lombardi. Uh, then I'm going to go Mike Silver. Uh-huh. I would put him on there. And then my fourth, I'm going to go just for you old school people that remember, I'm going to put Tim Kawakami oh, on there. I'm going to put Tim call. Kawakami. It would be, would be my four on the Mount Rushmore of Raider reporting. And Gene Steratore is their leader. Oh. Leader of the idiots. Oh my gosh, dude. Well, we could do a whole Mount Rushmore of <laughs> Raider dipshit Raider referees and Walt Coleman and Gene Steratore are the first two that are on that oh list for gosh. sure. Um, all right, uh, Chris Sims Lincho says in there, uh, Florio and Sims. Yeah, a lot of Florio in there. Uh, okay, so my thoughts on the Raiders piece of man- on my thoughts on this piece of manure and his thoughts are worth as much as the lint in my pockets. There are guys coming out of programs every year. Yes, are they Josh Jacobs? No. There are 32 teams in the league, and all of them carry at least two running backs and at least 64 capable guys that are coming out of nowhere. They're coming out of everywhere, as Florio stipulates. And only one has rushed for over 1,100 yards this season. Only one has had over 150 rushing yards and over 300 overall yards. This one is just chilling in the Home Depot parking lot waiting for the Raiders to draft them. What is this fool smoking? So let me say this again. Pay this man. If guys were like Josh Jacobs were everywhere, every team would have 150 rushing yards every week. So, Florio, do us all a favor. Stuff some apple pie in that hole you call a mouth so we don't have to hear your dumb takes. I love Josh Jacobs, and I want him to remain a Raider. So I'll leave you guys with that nugget and go Raiders. Sincerely, Raider Chemist. Wow, good call. Dude, that was great Isn't that email. great? Yep. Excellent, excellent. Good stuff. Email. Good stuff there from our buddy, Raider Chemist. All right, next up, we're going to go to our friend, Hooligan. Hey, hold on one second. Sure. I'm I want to get on, back John. to what Florio said. All right. Let's do it. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's so stupid. He goes, well, you if you draft a guy, and he's really good, and you have a really good offensive line, and he makes the right cuts, and he doesn't fumble the ball, then you're going to have a really good player. You know, shit. That's the definition of a good football player. Like, why would you have to spell any of that out? Yeah. Like, I, well, you know, if you if you have a guy and he does all the right things, then then he's going to be really good. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah. We don't always get that. Teams don't normally get that. I totally agree. And I think that there is a great example of that. And speaking of Alabama running backs, Trent Richardson. Okay. Gets drafted. Was a he a great first, example? First round guy, right? Absolutely he was. For the Colts horrible play, okay? I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he played awful for the Colts. Yeah. Raiders pick him up. Raiders, in a Raider uniform, there are numerous screenshots, pictures, film of the offensive line blowing holes wide open and Trent Richardson picking the wrong place to run the football and running to contact and getting tackled. Well, I'm talking about like gaping holes on sides of the line and Richardson takes the wrong cut. Just because you execute the other 10 guys on offense doesn't automatically dictate that number 11 is going to have success. There is, guess what, Florio? There are differences between Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs. There are differences between players like that and... I don't know. Pick a guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and there are, and I, I hear what he's saying, and I, but here's where Florio fails often in his reporting. 
He reports on what happened yesterday, not what's today and what's going to happen tomorrow. The most insightful reporters and and keeping it here, you know, uh, local or whatever, Mo Moten and Scott Gobranson at Silver and Black today, and, and, and no disrespect to Scott, he's kind of the leader of the crew. Mo's the factual stat guy, like the guy that really brings the hard evidence to his opinion. Mo will tell you what's going to happen. When Mo talks about a thing, he's like, here's what's happening now, and here's what we can expect to have happen tomorrow. And most of the time, he's right. Florio is the guy that goes, well, yeah, but that happened yesterday. Now, granted, history and can, can, your past can inform your future, but the NFL is changing. The NFL is not plug-and-play running back anymore. I brought that up last week, that when all the zone blocking and all those things at Shanahan, the Broncos started doing all that stuff, it did become very much plug-and-play. But that was yesterday, Mike. Today's running backs and today's NFL offenses, you do see bell cow running backs. Yeah, you start to get that old-school vibe. Joe Mixon. For the Bengals, I mentioned Henry. I mentioned Barkley. For us, it's it's Josh Jacobs. Those types of players are now returning to prominence in the NFL. So, Mike Florio, quit telling us what happened yesterday. Tell us about today. Tell us what's going to happen tomorrow. It's a dumbass take. Right. You, it's not plug and play anymore. Like the NFL is a copycat league. Trends happen, and we are now trending towards that the old school bell cow running back days. We're returning more to an. Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, Edron James, guys that can take over a game. Josh Jacobs won this football game. Yes, Derek Carr did great things. Yes, offensive line did great things. Yes, a lot of people did a lot of great things. But if you had to point to one thing that definitively won this game for the Raiders, it's Josh goddang Jacobs, and that's it. And not everybody can do that, Mike. Yeah. Oh, fires me up. Yep. Shit, got me ranting again. Holy cow. All right. Good evening, RFR crew. Hooligan Nation from the 515. Waking up for a long nap after that turkey dinner just in time to see the silver and black feast on the sea chickens. Finally, our defense start our, our finally our defense starts to play the game. Good to see more names being called than just Crosby. Hell, even Jones got in on the fun, even if all the fun he did was fall on the ball. Uh, Perryman was a monster today and was fun to watch. Crosby was Crosby. I don't think words do his game justice. Uh, but can someone please tell me why in the hell we don't go for the quarterback sneak of fourth and inches? Thank you. Great point. And I, again, something I said on silver and black today, why we don't sneak the ball with Derek. Derek's a big, strong guy. He doesn't own a shirt with sleeves on it. We know that he can do this. Why don't we do it more? Uh, I don't, I don't understand. Cause gangly ass Tom Brady can fall forward for six yards every time and leads the league ever in quarterback sneaks. Why can't we do it with our guy? Uh, and it's, and it's more than just McDaniels thing. It's like for nine years of Derek Carr's career, he's never snuck the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe a couple times, but not of any significance. Is Carr actually hurt from that early hit and didn't want to risk it? I don't think so, man. I think it's a play calling thing. Yes. Carr had a couple interceptions, but they rallied back more than once. Great point. I love the idea that Derek Carr brought himself back. That defines your character. What you do and as a result of your mistakes or your result of your mishaps, that's what defines our character, not what we did on the front end. So I, that's right. a great call that, out That's there. an incredible call out because, you know, even you look earlier in this season, and I, and I hate to interrupt this email, but, oh, you know, but you, but you look like earlier in the season even when Derek Carr made a mistake, you'd see him yelling at the receivers yeah, almost a little bit. Like, yeah, not, like, yeah, not yeah. like with venom behind it, but like, come on, dude, like, 
You're supposed to cut up that way. Like, what are you? Where are you going, man? But like the first play of the game, Devontae. Because I'm telling you, that first play of the game, the interception was kind of on Devontae. I don't think he was looking for the ball, and I don't know if he was expecting to get there that quick. But then he almost didn't like stretch out enough. You know, it's a little alligator arm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of just kind of half-assed did it on the first play of the game, and then Foster Moreau is obviously, you know, when the ball hits you right between the eight and the seven. Catch that damn ball. So, you know what I mean? But, like, but like he kind of, like, Derek had that different feel to him. He was kind of like, okay, like, come on. Let it go. Let's go And he and didn't go again. sulk on the sideline. And he didn't sulk on the sideline. He stood next to Luke Masterson and, you know, got all fired up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, uh, okay. Then I had a couple interceptions, rallied back more than once. Then we just run out the clock and don't even try to get in field goal range. Instead, coach is okay with overtime. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't horribly disrupted by that. But I. But I get Hooligan Nation's point here. At the end of the day, this team did not give up, and Josh knocked it out of the park with 228 yards. Absolutely, just one baby. Next week, we unplug the Chargers. So this is what winning feels like. I had almost forgot. All right, nice, nice job, Hooligan Nation. I've got two more to read, Jeff. I've got a bunch of emails over well, here. Well, give me one. You want to read one? It's your turn. Damn it. Here, do this one. Who do we got here? Uh, this is Daniel Mingus. Okay. Yeah, read that. Dear RFR, first off, I hope everyone enjoyed Thanksgiving with family and loved ones. My youngest brother came home and spent Thanksgiving together, which was incredible. Now on to Sunday. What a game. Josh Jacobs had 303 total yards from scrimmage and now 28 leads the league in rushing with 1,159 rushing yards. The defense made plays when we needed them to. And finally, we got to see Chandler Jones do something with a fumble recovery and Mad Max with a sack and a half. We saw internal pressure from our defensive tackles and we saw Geno uncomfortable all game long. DC finally threw three touchdowns in a game. And if anyone still thinks this was this is his last season, shut the F up. DC ain't going nowhere. Now on to coaching, which was good enough to win, but McDaniels almost cost us the game with a toss play on fourth and inches. I think he, if he just stops getting in his own head and just running a QB sneak or an ISO power run up the gut like a game-winning drive, he'll be a great coach. The playoff is still very much alive uh, for us, being two, uh, being two of our next four opponents are against the teams in the hunt with us, the Chokers and the Cheatriots. Uh, our playoff push starts right effing now. Let's go kick the choker's ass. Yours truly, Daniel Mangus, proud main man, two-time Gemini Man Award winner. Two-time, 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 two-time. two-time. Uh, P.S. Hey, Sea Chickens, we are still your daddies. Oh, nice. <laughs> Good job, Daniel Mangus. Well, yeah. All right, Swag, well, I got one more, and then you got the heavy lifting on the way out. Okay. Salute RFR. Salute Nation. Do you like this team? This sounds like an infomercial. Do you like this team? Do you love your Raiders? I'm just asking for a friend. Jacobs ended Darren Waller's contract this week. Straight up. No need to talk about replacing the quarterback. Plus, anyone we bring in to sign a new contract will need to learn the playbook, and, well, the coaches know that. Defense. If our defense... I feel like be like Andy Rooney. If our defense starts shutting down teams, <laughs> meaning no points, the league will be on notice. They got to get there. The key word is they. Max always makes an impact, and Perryman with the pick, both a great effort, but we need more from the others. Derek Graham needs to put teach, needs to put, teach passion in winning reps. Uh, let's see. Offense, first quarter. 
<laughs> I'll say, gosh darn. <laughs> DC through remote. Second quarter, gosh darn defense. Food and drink to chill out. Third quarter, gosh darn defense. Beer, more beer. Fourth quarter, gosh darn. <laughs> what the F, coach? Push-ups. Overtime. Gosh dang Josh. I spilled everything. <laughs> that's that was that's that has a very like stone cold feel to it. I drank a beer. And then another beer. Three beers. Four beers. Five beers. Six beers. And a bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> and then I spilled it all because Josh Jacobs took it in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He says, let's go. Just win, baby. One-handed catch. Strong runner, Himothy. Oh, oh love that. Nice. Love a good Himothy. We don't Himothy enough around here. And Devontae is Himothy. Uh, Josh Mode, <laughs> attitude. <laughs> Why is that so funny? We don't Himothy enough around well, here. Well, I mean, Mike, you know what You're I mean? white as hell, bro. No, well, we go, <laughs> we go goat all the time, but we need to go Himothy. You know, we don't Himothy enough around here. <laughs> Wait, I gotta put you on camera. Gotta do the finger gesture. You know, Swag Jeff, we don't <laughs> himothy enough around here. You're in the fan cave. We need to start himothying. <laughs> it's like when you made fun of me for saying the Lady Gaga's. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, just win, baby. One okay, okay. Uh Josh mode, attitude, committed, our identity, bruiser, shifty. Be great to eight. Doesn't matter uh, which way the autumn wind blows. We will continue to fly our flags. Support we don't lack. Salutations from the silver and black Mac. Nice. Raiders! Let's go, dude. That was a great email. Great email. All right. All right, your turn. All right, Murph, Swag, and the wonderful Michelle Sweat slash swear slash beep. <laughs> All right, kids, keep your arms in and your seatbelts tight. This one's going to be a roller coaster. I keep trying to get out, but they keep pulling me back in. Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah, right? Was it ever when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> Mosh, just last year. <laughs> Before we get all overreaction, Nation, uh, what was with the draw plays for overtime and with all three timeouts? We just needed 60 yards and the field goal to win in regulation. Obviously, Josh McDipshit doesn't know what he has on this team. I'm, excuse me. Uh, I'm not going to say it was a blown up, <laughs> but the head coach of the Raiders... Have a freaking huevos and make an effort. Just saying Al would have given would have been on the field with a projector firing his ass before the coin toss in overtime. Then DC2 missed a similar field goal in overtime, and I literally saw an eye roll, uh, eye roll of relief on Dipshit's rat face. Is it just me, or is he getting more and more Shanahanian uh, these games? Not how uh. he not how he weaseled his way into San Francisco or how he backstabbed himself uh, backstabbed himself a head coaching gig in Denver, but his blatant disregard for his own handpicked personnel. My pleasure for is this. For the love of Sith Lord Al Davis, <laughs> use your players and the God given abilities to make plays. This isn't about you. When you get a second or third ringza, uh, then we will praise you more than any other. See Madden with just one ring. Get your own damn ego in check. Let the players play. With that rant being said, did Josh Jacobs have to pee in a cup after that run? <laughs> 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 Only thing missing was a tunnel. I have. Oh, yeah, nice, I have, nice. I have. We have never seen him outrun anyone in the open field. 
While I was counting on the yards for a DC2 chip shot field goal, I noticed him actually getting faster. Is this J squared? Uh, I was thinking he was looking to still... This is Stacy Ruffer. Of course it is. That's uh, your I best friend. That's why I gave it to you. I was thinking he was looking to still his somebody uh, as he hit the end zone. That was Bo Jackson. But now he put Jackie in. Uh, but now that's his brother. Uh, <laughs> but now we want to see it more. Great job. And to have that energy on his third hundred and third yard as he did on his first. You should be mad if they don't ask you to pee in a cup. Don't want to say it. But if we take this one week at a time before we say the P word, this is going to be like a no-no in baseball or fight, fight club. Don't talk. Just do. I swear I need to change my name to Bipolar Raider. Thanks, McDipshit. Oh, swago, as the kids say, shit be lit. <laughs> okay, a little what paneling. The heck? Did the kids say that? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, a little paneling. Well, actually, I do know. Because yeah, I know what the kids hurt. say. Oh, do, do, do your kids say that? Yeah. Shit be lit? Yeah, and they, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, do they get soap in their mouth afterwards? No, they can swear. They're old enough now. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're not like your kids. They're like five. Yeah, yeah, I don't want... They're like 19. All, I don't want all to say... kid's serving sh- in the world's greatest Navy. He can yeah. say whatever the F he wants. Wow, well, almost yeah, got true. it right there. That's true. Hey, Stacy Ruff Raider, proud man, man, one-time sizzler, long-time listener. Hey, Stacy Ruff. Stacey Ruff. Ruff. Keeping me on my toes, brother. Love it. <coughs> Love All right. It. All right. Last one. Good evening, everybody. Hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. There would have been many conversations over the last weekend as to how to stuff the Thanksgiving turkey, and I'm sure there are many ways to go about it. The question I had on my mind was how do the Raiders go about stuffing a Seahawk? Well, it seemed like it was more. It was a more simple answer. Bo knows, and now so does 28. Just give the ball to Josh Jacobs. I remember in 1987 listening to Monday Night Football on Armed Force Radio, and the Raiders beat Seattle in the famous Bo Jackson game. That was 35 years ago tonight, and ironically, we went to 4-7 and seven with that win as well. That's very interesting. That is very interesting. Uh, Sunday was another night of pure Sunday. drama. Sunday night. Uh, Sunday was another night of pure drama. For the, neutral, it, for the neutral, it was a great game. For the rest of us, it was a little too close for comfort again. I picked out my three favorite plays of the game. Number three, Devontae Adams' one-handed catch. Oh, so Holy good. shit. Shame on us we hadn't brought that up. Oh, dude. Dude, that, well, I'd say that would be. You know, the, the, team's doing do pre- the team is doing pretty well when Devontae Adams gets overshadowed by a billion other things that happened in that game. Amen, But dude. that is, like, could be one of the catches of the year. Oh, 100%. And I, and, and I talked about this on Silver and Black today. Yeah. One of my favorite things about that, and not to go on a toll tangent, Rob. No, it's okay. Uh, Paul of, uh, uh, of his flowers here. But, like, one of the things that made Cliff Branch great was his ability to, ju- to adjust to the football late. And, you know, yes, he was fast. And, yes, he had good hands. But his ability to adjust at the last second, like right as the ball was arriving or right before before the ball would get there, he could make a quick move. We saw him do it in the Super Bowl in 1981 um, against the Eagles or 80, whatever the heck it was. I always mix those years up. But like, because you got season and then the game. It was 81. 81 was the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we we saw him do that again. Point is, that's what Devontae Adams did. He was held. So one arm is already pinned. And that's what I'm saying. It felt like one of those 80s catches. Yes, because his arm was pinned, and then he had to adjust to the football at the last second to pull it in. 
Dude, like that's, I mean, we knew he was the greatest receiver in all of football, but when you see plays like that, like that, just put that sucker on his highlight reel and like, you want to see a definitive Devontae Adams play? That's way more impressive to me than like a breakaway touchdown type deal. His ability to adjust to the football is absolutely um, just so impressive and unmatched. Absolutely. So that was his third favorite play of the game. Number two, Jakob Johnson blocking for the winning touchdown. That must have been like running into a wall. The guy has been an unsung hero for a while now, and he's built like a truck. Maybe give him ball. Maybe give him the ball on fourth and interest. Hey, coach, just a thought. Uh, number one, obviously, Josh Jacobs, eighty-six yard touchdown run. Man, I wish JJ could have t- uh, run into the tunnel just like Bo. They might have made. They might make a noise in that place, but they know how to go p- quiet pretty quick, don't they? Um, what What has followed has been the usual mixture mixture of hysteria. Some saying we're off. We're playoff bound. Some still annoyed about the draft position. Are we a good enough team? No, not yet. Of course, we still have problems, but at least if we keep winning, we're progressing from a positive position to not reaching for a desperate one and not reaching to a desperate one. It's way too soon to get carried away with things, but we do appear to have a found or have found a handbrake to some of the negative things that were happening. Maybe the players are starting to click in the system, and maybe Coach McDaniels has released his control on things just a little bit. And and he has started to give players and coaches a little more responsibility and leeway with things. We need to see a more comfortable, controlled win now, rather than an overtime win that comes with paramedics on speed dial. (laughs) Sunday would be a very nice time to do that. If we can whip the dolts, that would be so sweet. I I think we can, all hand on heart, as we say, uh, we... Say we have no idea. Today, Junior. Right, right, right. Say we have no idea what's going to happen, though. We can't guarantee that we're going to win another game, but equally, I could see us finishing 10 and 7. I guess it's progress because two weeks ago, I was convinced that we were going to go 2 and 15. All the dumbass talk of tanking can now be put to bed, along with the notion that the coach has lost the locker room. Clearly, that isn't the case. Yeah. With Thanksgiving over for another year, thoughts now turn to the rapidly approaching Christmas. And some of you may be struggling for inspiration when it comes to gifts, so I have some appropriate Christmas present ideas that might help. How about an Andy Reid hostess trolley for all the Christmas food needs? Reid calls it a hostess trolley. We call it an F-150. <laughs> for the Charger fans, a phone number for the nearest crisis center because, man, he must be lonely. And for the Bronco in your life, how about an authentic Russell Wilson jigsaw? Just like the real thing. It looks pretty, but it's expensive and a waste of time. And it falls apart in the box. Oh. Personal that was, gifts. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that was a good one. Personal ones. Personal gifts are always nice as well. So for anyone out there who knows Tom Brady, you can get him a recipe for a book of meals for one. Oh, <laughs> damn. And a, and a sales brochure for single beds. <laughs> if you're in Dallas, Jeez. a jar of face cream for Jerry Jones to try oh. to look more human and less like a reptile. And what about an inflatable rubber ring for Gene Steratore to sit on after he's rammed that index card where the sun don't shine? (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, Next up for us is the Chargers, a nondescript team if there ever was one. This kind of team that people just tolerate because it's easier if there were 32 teams in the league and 31 just doesn't fit the schedule. If you ever have bought something cheap because the real thing is just too expensive, or you just decided to get something secondhand or fake, that's the Chargers. I pity them and their only fan. But I save all but I save all my pity for the Chiefs. 
Stay safe. RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Pauly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five-time, 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 times two. Waiter, uh, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio, BRT Sizzler Award. Nice job, Paul. 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 Great email, Paul. 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 Sorry, I know we good. Paul. 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 Your name, Paul. Paul. Hello. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. All right, there he is, Paul. He is the, uh, the 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 capo of the emailers. He is an uh, absolute stalwart in there. And if you want to participate uh, via email, you can send us an email at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And uh, also, we have uh, callers around here. And if yeah, we do. Yeah, if you call the show, uh, that is, number is 909-345-3346. And we have got an absolute ton of calls to get to. Uh, Jeff, we're going to end up doing a... Three-hour three show. A uh, three-hour show. Oh, we should have done it that way. Huh? Let's do that again. Let's hit the reset button. Okay. A three-hour three show. A three-hour three show. <laughs> All right, so hang in there with us. That was better. Uh, that was better. Um, uh, yeah, so hang in there with us, Raider Nation. We're going to run long tonight, but we have so many. We have like 13 of these things to get to. Yeah. Yeah. And, hey, I want to shout out the chat. Yeah, do the chat. Pl- they're playing the, 80s, the, the bottles of beer on the wall game. Are they really? Here, yeah, yeah, they're down to 86. They started with 100. Oh, nice. Is that like the, the equivalent of doing the wave? Oh. Uh, yeah, so that's the, the chat room wave over there. So I appreciate you, chat room. You want to shout anybody out before we jump into these calls? Sure, yeah. Ray Love, Daniel Mangus, D Menace, uh, Tyrone Graves, Paul, Tider Raider, Raider Flash, Matthew Mangus, Paul, uh, Ebony Graves, Daniel Mangus, Kill Jadis, uh, Raider Flash, Lala Meloso, B Al, Corey Fleck, uh, Corey Burham, Mr. Wilson. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we got there. We got everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stacy Ruff's in there. Uh, Pineapple's in there. Napoleon Allen's in there. Uh, Kill Jadis. We got everybody, man. And Ray Love in there says, are you live or is this pre-recorded? No, we, we, live, are, bro. We, are, we are live right here. We, we're here right with you. And uh, for the most part, we do this show live uh, on uh, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern. Every once in a while, when we've got a commitment in the evening, we'll pre-record and, and, and upload the show as a premiere. But for the most part, we're always live on Wednesdays. And appreciate you uh, jumping in and joining tonight. Mojo says it's packed in there tonight. Absolutely it is, and we love to see that. All right, to kick it off, we're going to go. So I started this show back in 2016 uh, with my cousin Sonny. And uh, cousin Sonny had like 800 kids after that. And so, unfortunately, he had to step away from the show. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but now he's uh, he's he's calling it calling in every week, and so we'd love to feature uh, cousin Sonny to kick off these voicemails. So let's go ahead and check in with my cousin Sonny. Hey, hey, Murph. Sonny. We're Tyrone Wheatley. I stayed up too late, and I might have ordered a Flowbee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Murph, cousin Sonny over here. Raiders are like one two games in a row. I'm pretty excited. Anyway, let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. What up, Murph? What up, RFR listeners? What up to all the made men? What up to Michelle and Swaggy Jeff? Uh, Raiders, Raiders are like 2-0 the last two weeks, Merch. Sky's clear. Weather's good. Right? Good times. Mashed potatoes tasted better on Thanksgiving. Raiders are 2-0, you know? This last week, Merch, a couple things I want to point out. Derek Carr. I 
I I have done Taco Bell at 2 a.m. after drinking beer all night, shitting runs on Derek Carr. All of this, right? But that motherfucker this week opens up, throws a pass. Now, I think that was more on Devontae than Derek, right? But his first pass is a pick in front of 50,000 people who want him to fucking fall and die. And he overcomes that. To throw a second pick, that, you know, it's probably more his fault. Maybe, maybe not. But the fact is, Murph, the man made two giant mistakes, and he overcame it. As a man who goes through life every day taking shots by people and making my own mistakes, I got to respect that. I respect Derek Carr. JJ, freaking Josh Jacobs, freaking man amongst boys. Freaking my only question about JJ, Josh, JJ, Josh, three J's in a row, Justin Josh Jacobs, is uh, is he playing for money or is he playing for the Raiders this year? Do we have a really good line? Is all of a sudden he's bad? We're, you know, because he's kind of up and down, right? I guess time will tell him that if he's going to be around next year. But, man, he's a freaking dog out there, dude. He's a freaking dog. Mark, I've saved the worst for the last. Because <laughs> that's our defense. How many fucking years, Murph? Every year we talk, we, we talk about this. If the Raiders had a halfway decent defense, if they had a top 15 defense, if they had a middle-of-the-road defense, if they just had a, a mediocre, a freaking semi-average defense, We'd be a lot better, but they don't. They don't. We're near dead last in almost all of the defensive categories that matter. 29th in takeaways, 23rd in points allowed, 26th in pass touchdowns allowed, 27th in yards per play. Look, I love this team, but we're going to get a defense. Three in a row. I don't know. Six more. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Cousin Sonny. Uh, good job, Cousin Sonny. Tyler Raider says Sonny is greater than Philip Rivers. Just, ab- just about, absolutely. Uh, we appreciate you. So, yeah, I think he's def- definitely giving him a, r- a run for his money. Uh, that's for sure. All right, uh, next up, let's go ahead and check in with uh, with our good buddy down in San Diego. Haven't heard from this guy in a hot minute. Okay. I love it when we hear from new people. Yes. And I love it when we hear from folks that we haven't heard from in a long time. Uh, so let's go ahead and check in with our good buddy down in San Diego, Adam. What up, Swag Jeff? What up, Mr. Murph? And the new lady. I've been watching. I ain't really called in, but this is your boy, Adam from SD, San Diego Raiders. Hey, it's kind of, it don't sound right, but, you know, that's the city I'm from. Um, I just want to say, you know, the Raiders season, I, I had to unfollow some people. You know, Graf Raider kind of irritated me with that. Oh, we acting like we won the Super Bowl. Now, nah, Raider fans, we play to win every game. We play to win. I don't care if we're 0-16. We gonna play to win that old that 17th week. You know, but hey, I'm a Raider fan deep down inside. I'm a realist at heart. I understand where some people are coming from. We need better draft picks, but nah, I, I ain't, I ain't there yet. I ain't never going to be there. I believe in the players on our team until they're not on our team. Right on, dude. So I think we got to change our mindset until they're not there. And when they're not there, we still love them. Latavius Murray got in the end zone. I was a little upset. I was like, ah, we let him score on us, but hey, at least he scored. 
And he could say he scored in the Raider Dome because he's always a Raider. But that said, I know Google Voice is right on my tail, so I'm going to just let <laughs> Later, guys. Bye. All right, there he is, Adam in San nice, Diego. Dude. Hey, I'll just say this, man. Look, we can all we all have different opinions around things, and you know, there's room in this in this Raider fi- uh, fandom podcast community. There's room for all opinions, and you know, Graf's one of our guys, and and uh, you know, but but I but I can appreciate everyone's take. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make look. We we all have different opinions. We all have like the old saying goes, right? Like, we all have assholes and opinions, right? Like, it's just you know what I mean. <laughs> Like, I mean, and every one of them are different. Like, it's okay. Like, you know what I mean? But, they're uh, like snowflakes. They're like, exactly. I, absolutely. Yeah. So, but, but, but appreciate you, Adam. And good to hear from you, man. Like, uh, good to hear from yeah, you. And, dude. And, uh, and, and keep them coming. And, and much respect to our, our good friends out there and all the different, you know, podcasting. Uh, what do you call it? The podcasting community? I don't know what the hell you call us. There's content creators. That's content, the word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah content, content creators. Yeah, yeah. Content creators. Yeah, yeah. We love them all. We love them all. Minus that one guy. Yeah. That one guy. Uh, all right. Let's or maybe check. two. I don't know. Uh, one and a half, <laughs> <laughs> depending on what time of the year it is. All right, let's check or if in. They're mean to us. <laughs> yeah, are you mean to us? Yeah, if you're mean to us, then if we're you've been mean. mean to us, we don't like you. We don't like you, and we don't count you on, in terms of the content creators. All right, but uh, in terms of our sphere of people that we like. All right, let's check in with uh, with our buddy down there in Southern California. This is one of my new favorite callers to the show. Uh, he is Animal Mother. Animal Mother, calling back in from SoCal. Uh, first and foremost. Uh, I got to say happy Thanksgiving and uh, cheers to all of Raider Nation, all the made men and women out there. And uh, also, yes, uh, you guys had me dialed in correctly. I was a little bit intoxicated after the last <laughs> game. And I'm closely approaching that uh, for this game. But, yeah, anyways, uh, been hanging Christmas lights, so did about half the house. And then took a break for the game. And, uh, man, dude, Josh Jacobs. How about that savage? Anyway, anyways, all right. Uh, go back to the beginning of the game. That should have been a pick. Uh, Gene Steratore, I hate that guy. That guy's a simp. Uh, I want to pile drive him into a, uh, just a, like a rusty pile of tennis. Hate that guy. Uh, Perryman, absolutely savage today. That guy played a hell of a game. Got love for Perryman. Um, Jacobs, again, early, early in the game, that, that stiff arm. Stiffy for the touchdown. Yes, dude. Yes. My, uh, I forgot to turn off my, uh, backyard surveillance camera, so I actually have footage of my reaction to that. Uh, the announcers, uh, Love affair for Quandary Diggs pissed me off, dude. Mm. Shut the fuck up. No one gives a fuck about Quandary Diggs. Go back. Go back to your fucking announcer home, you assholes. Anyways, yes. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is a savage. Uh, a, a good win, uh, a needed win against the Seagulls, an old school AFC rivalry. Glad to see it. Uh, a little bit upset with uh, Coach McDonald over him not Coach calling McDonald's. a quarterback sneak on that fourth and inches. <laughs> but I'll let it slide because we got the win. That's all that matters, baby. Just win, baby. Let's go. Nice job, Animal Mother. Yes. 
Go back to your announcer homes. You I love assholes. It. I love <laughs> so it. So funny. Oh, good stuff there from Animal Mother. He, he called Gene Serator a simp. Simp. <laughs> so I want to pile drive him on a rusty pile of tetanus. Oh my gosh, that's so, incredible. That's so funny, man. So good stuff there from Animal Mother. All right, next up, let's go ahead and check in with the new or new-ish now. Yes. Good friend of the show. Now uh, part of the board of directors for the One Nation Foundation. Yes. Uh, has become a, a, you know, um, a fast new friend of ours. And uh, we appreciate everything that he's done uh, to not only support the One Nation Foundation, but also our new booster. Have we even talked about Silver and Black Tennessee? Yeah, we did last week. We did a little touch. bit, right? Yeah, a little, little bit. Anyway, so so this is CPA Joel, uh, and he's just been a, an, an amazing asset to the business side of Raiders Fan Radio, more importantly, the One Nation Foundation. But now also... He's Jeff. Now he's official official. Oh. Because now not only is he participate in the show, not only is he now a member of the board of directors of, of the One Nation Foundation, now this is his third call, and he's a made man. Let's go. Hey, Murph, Swag, Jeff, and Michelle. This is uh, CPA Joel, and uh, this is the post-game reaction from the Denning household here in Tennessee. Um, I was texting Animal Mother the entire time, and it felt like the most bipolar game. But you know what? We got to win. Uh, and those are few and far between in the last 20 something years that I've been a Raiders fan. Um, my son went streaking through the house. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to say anything bad. Go, Raiders. Let's get a just win, baby. Like, just win. It, it, it is so good to just have a winning day as a Raiders fan. It sucks that they're so few and far between. But thank you guys. Got my Christmas shirt. Got got a bunch of One Nation Foundation shirts. Uh, keep keep doing what you're doing. Love uh, love love the show. Um, Ronan, Ronan, say go Raiders. Yeah. Uh, go Raiders. Yeah. Oh, he got scared. Hey, go Raiders. <laughs> Raider Nation for life. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> yeah, he's scared. And uh, I'll see you guys at the. Uh, I'll be at the Rams game and the Pats game with some post game reactions with Animal Mother for each game. Um, he's, he's going to be more funny than me. Uh, you guys uh, are awesome. Take care. Uh, go Raiders. Uh, Seahawks from AFC West. <laughs> Sorry. I went more cursing this time, but God, we I hate it. the Seahawks. Take care. Bye. Hey, curse away. You are made now. Respect CPA, Joel. You are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, there he is, CPA Joel, the newest member of the Maid family. Uh, we appreciate you, CPA Joel, and again, for all those reasons that I gave you uh, there before his call. So when I heard Joel's call, it reminded me of something, Jeff. Okay. 
All right, so we as fathers are all passionate Raider fans, right? Or, or in, in Miss uh, Ebony's case, you're right, passionate mothers about the Raiders. Uh, many of our maid women, Michelle, Michelle, of course, of you know. So we, as passionate Raider fans, when we're watching a game, we tend to have outbursts at times. Sure, right? And so Joel was dropping some f bombs and dropping some language on there, and you heard his kid, like sure. right there. Yeah. So the kid. Is, and sorry, the kid, his son, Ronan, will now be informed by his passion for his Raiders, just like we were informed by our fathers, sure. just like we are informing our children. You told the story about uh, your, your daughter, Charlie, and uh, and I've got my own. I'll save you them now, but I've got my stories about Tristan and Vinny, about informing them with my own outbursts. But so what it reminded me of was one of my all-time favorite stories that's ever been told on Raiders Fan Radio. Okay. This goes back to 2018. This is our good buddy, Wyoming Raider, calling into the show and talking about watching a, a Raider game, a preseason game, mind you, with his young son. Sonny Murph, Wyoming Raider here again. Uh, funny dad story for you. So my youngest guy, Leif, he was probably about, three or four at the time. So this is three or four years ago, about three years ago. Anyway, first game of preseason is coming up. I look at him and says, all right, dude, you ready for some football? He goes, yeah. I said, all right, go get your Raider gear. So he goes and he gets his little Raider hat and his little Raider shirt on. He comes out and he sits on the couch and we're sitting there. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, we're ready. All right, good deal, good deal. Mind you, it's the first preseason game. The Raiders come out of the tunnel, and little man jumps up out of the couch, grabs his hat, throws it across the room, and goes, God damn it! <laughs> he thought that's how you watch Raider football. Poor kid hasn't seen a living season his entire life. So, anyway, I always thought that was kind of funny. One of my personal favorites. You guys keep up the good work. Let's, uh, what else you got for offseason? Anyway, go Raiders. Oh man, is that great? Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable, (laughs) dude. He thought that's how you watch a Raider game. You throw your hat. That's hilarious. Uh, My gosh, hopefully he won the Sizzler back in 2018. Oh, oh, I don't even think we had a Sizzler back in 2018. Yeah, absolutely. Good buddy, uh, good longtime friend of the show, uh, Wyoming Raider. All right, next up, let's check in with our buddies down in Fremont, California, and let's check in with the Mangus Boys. All right, we're here, bro. You know what you want? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, here we go. Welcome to Jack in the Box. Can I take your order? Uh, yes. Can I start us off with uh, two uh, Victory Monday specials? And can we make them both sea uh, chicken, uh, chicken club? What kind of sauce for the nuggets? <laughs> uh, who's your daddy for both? And the drink? <laughs> uh, yes. Can we get some uh, Seahawks tears at that? Uh, two Seahawks tears? Extra salty. Yeah, extra salty. Anything else? Uh, yeah, uh, can we get, uh, L.A. Uh, San Diego choke pie? <laughs> I'm going to warn you, it is a choking hazard. Uh, that's okay. We know not to choke. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, yeah, make it two. Uh, L.A. San Diego choke pie. Anything else? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I uh, know that'll complete our order. Twenty-five dollars at the window, please pull forward. <laughs> Thank you. Man, twenty-five dollars again. That's a steal. I know. <clears throat> he buys a little dry. <clears throat> whoa, whoa, 
Take it easy there, bro. Uh, you good? Take the Georgia pie. Uh, yeah, it is a little dry. Uh, yeah. uh, it's Georgia's. You're next. Oh, nice. that is boys, man. Oh, they're so funny. I love it, man. I love the bits, man. They do wrestling bits. <laughs> but the, I think my, the fast food restaurant orders. That's be quickly becoming my favorite Mangus bit. Absolutely, man. Good stuff there from the Mangus boys, man. Keep them coming. Look forward to seeing you all in December. Uh, which, again, I keep saying December like it's because we've been talking about this thing forever because it's been so far off. And right. now it's in two weeks. We'll be in Vegas. I uh, look forward to seeing you guys down there. All right. Next up, let's go down to Alabama and check in with our buddy Josh in the 703. What's up, fam? Man, one hell of a game right there. That shit was good. I don't lie. That first interception of my car, I don't think Devontae was ready for it. And I was just like, oh, shit. Here we go again. But, you know, I, I'll give the team credit. They maintain their poise. The whole team is like, okay, yeah. All right, that happened. Let's go out there. Let's go out there. We, we'll take care of it. You know, that second interception. Hit my roll in the hand, but, you know, hey, is what it is. Oh, my apologies. I'm driving. And people don't know how to drive. <laughs> but, uh, you know, car through three touchdowns. Y'all get, whoever's complaining, they can take that off the books. Car can't throw three touchdowns in the game, apparently. You know, but uh, I'm, I ain't really ain't got much to say. That was just a hell of a win. Glad to see it. At the Dolphs next week, so here's what it is. Man, fuck Justin Herbert. <laughs> yes. Uh, there he is, Josh in Alabama, man. Good stuff. All right, next up, let's head uh, back out to California and check in with a guy that uh, – Another guy that started off as a real, uh, you know, good friend of the show, and then we got to meet him in real life, has become a, a good friend of ours in real life. And when yes. are you moving here, Ty? Dude. Waiting on you, man. Come on Dude. out. Yeah, we miss you here. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, so let's check in with our good buddy. Uh, wait, actually, uh, the Rip Torn Raider in the chat says, first time listening live, Murph. Love it. Oh, oh, thank you, Rip Torn Raider. We appreciate dude. you. Yeah, respect, absolutely. Man. Welcome in. Yeah, appreciate you very, very much in, uh, in supporting what we do here at Raiders Fan Radio. All right, let's check in with our buddy. Uh, we call him Tyler Raider. His name is Anthony, does, though. Does he call? Uh, has, I don't know if I've ever heard one of his calls. Ty? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's called. Has he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Where you been, Jeff? Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks for acting brand new, Jeff. Why well, normally he emails. Well, I know, but he calls. Okay, well, you don't have to call me out, right. jackass. I mean, you sat next to him at the Raiders-Titans game. You could have just... Yeah, well, he didn't call into the show during the <laughs> Titans game. Jeez. Holy cow. You got some attitude there, Jeff. Oh, my gosh. Will you play his call, please? Yes. We're running out of time. My life is running out of lifespan. Yo, what's up, Murph, Swaggy, Mosh, and Michelle? You throw another M in there. I don't think I'll be able to get this off, but... Here I am. You know, it's your boy, Tyler Rader. I'm out here calling live from Dominico's in Alameda. Got to stop here and get me a Seahawks, I mean, a chicken Dominico sandwich. And uh about to sit back and enjoy this. You know, I have to get my blood pressure back down. <laughs> After riding high with these damn Raiders, stressing me the fuck out. I don't know what to do, y'all. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad we got this victory out. I'm just checking in with you guys just Mind you guys say eat your daily intake of Dominico's. <laughs> and if you have not went to Dominico's, you should eat some more Dominico's. <laughs> uh, 
By the way, I like Dominicos if nobody knew. Um, matter of fact, speaking of Dominicos, my food is ready. All love and respect. Eat more Dominicos. Oh, my gosh. Love is so funny. So when is Jeff Murphy going to put him on payroll? Not right? Yeah. He needs to be like a brand ambassador for Dominicos, man. One of the few guys that uh, has eaten at the Alameda Dominicos and the uh, Tennessee Dominicos. One of our favorite ones. Well, well that's, of course, because that's, that's that's home base for us. Well, no, well, I'm saying of all the people that have went to both. Oh, 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 yeah, because it's like me, Tristan. Right. Uh, Ty, now, of course. Yeah. Uh, Vinny. Oh, Vinny. Yeah, good call. Right. Yeah, Vinny works. So he, Vinny's like really extra because he works at this yeah. one, Domenico's and is eating at the other one. Right. And you know who the other one is? Uh, what's his name? And what's the other guy's name? Oh, my God. He was Will Compton. Oh, Will Compton. Right, right, right. Nice. Yeah, that guy. All right, next up, let's go out to the Canary Islands and let's check in with our good buddy. Uh, okay, let me let me set this up a little bit. I know we're running along, but if you've got lights, turn them down. Right. If you've got candles, light them. <laughs> If you've got aromatherapy, break it out. <laughs> what, what, what did I say in that last show? If you got a shirt, take it lose off. it. You know what I'm saying? You got socks, <laughs> sling them shits off, bro. Let's get comfortable, it. man. Let's check in with. If you got bubbles, put them in a bath. I mean, reaching, reaching. Well, is it that? No, I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> hey guys, Rudy Barico here. What a performance by the Condor and Josh Jacobs on Sunday. I've told you before, we need to find an identity, a leader identity. Otherwise, you can change all the coaching staff and players as much as you want. But without this, you can't. You won't go anywhere. We also say that in order to find an identity, we need to focus in keeping on the roster typical Raiders characters, like, in fact, Max Crosby, who had to fill the shoes of Howie Long, like Josh Jacobs, who can make history for us, like Marcus Allen. Only like that you can build a legacy. And you know, Sunday, I was confident more than usual that we were going to win. But what really made me happy wasn't the fact I was right. And we win was the fact we were looking like proper Raiders. I've got that vibe of the old division games against Seattle. And I was proud of the boys. This season I've been proud of, of the boys just in other three different occasions. Aside this one. The game against the first game against the Donkeys. The loss from the Muppets. I was proud of the boys. Even I was proud of Mr. Liability Derek Carr. And the win against Houston. Plus this one of course. Those are the games where I saw some good old Raiders football. Now, talking about good old Raiders football, on Thanksgiving, they celebrate the John Madden legacy and they put a patch of Madden representing him. Well, for the ignorance, this patch represents uh, the, the moment in, in, um, during the Super Bowl win of the Oakland Raiders on the 9th of January, 1977. Then Vikings funeral. On the side of John, you can see two helmets. Well, they were the players to lift him up in this victorious, legendary moment. Ted Hendricks and John Matuzak, two of the most baddest characters of Raiders history. 
Now, you can't ride the greatness of Madden without the Raiders, and you can't ride the greatness of the Raiders without Madden. He forged the Raiders' style that Al Davis dreamed about. He brought football-winning mentality that only the Raiders would have been capable to accomplish. So my point is, to all the players on the team today, embrace this mentality because you're part of something great and you can be great. Become those kind of characters. Found your Raider identity. And one day, you will be able to write history. But remember, in order to do this, you will have to leave your blood and guts on the field. <clears throat> Play Raiders football and live to win. So, on Sunday, beat the hell out of that crappy team. Make them feel uncomfortable. Show them that you are superior. And if it turns out to be a loss, well, at least you leave the arena as a real Raider. With all that say, I love you all. From the bottom of my heart, cheers to all of you, and I'm out. Ah, cheers to you, Rico. Salud, Salud Rico. my friend. Man, that we all love Rico's calls, and, and, and I know in the chat room has so much fun with it because he does have the dulcet tones. He's got the amazing accent. like He's just got that rich voice. But his takes are top notch and, and, he, and he's like i mean in terms of like raider fandom like rico is on our mount rushmore man like he's he's so legit i'm telling you one of my bucket list things would be to share a glass of whiskey with him hey man right you know what Dude, i mean i don't even i'm not even a whiskey you don't even guy like whiskey, and i would but... i would have a whiskey with freaking rico man totally. absolutely and one of the things i love that he said about there because talking about the, the the importance of this weekend we haven't again we haven't talked about that's the good news of how much how many things are going good yeah when you know we didn't even talk about the thanksgiving weekend when they when they highlighted john madden and they made it all about john um but he, he talks about there about how madden carried out al's vision and it's one thing to have a vision it's one thing to have this you know idea in your head it's just one thing to have the craft and to market and to do all the brilliant things that al, al davis did but you had to have a coach to carry that thing out. You had to have a coach that was the boots on the ground, the guy that was to lead your men. And that's what John Madden did. And that he was basically the, you know, I don't know, like he was the logistics of Al's vision. And I just, I mean, I think oftentimes, you know, we, we credit and as rightfully so give Al all the accolades, but John was the guy that drove that stuff. John was the guy that was, you know, you have you have this band of hooligans, whatever, with Sistrunk and Stabler and Matuzak and Villapiano and Hendrix and all these like these crazies. Well, that doesn't work if you don't have somebody that can keep all those guys together. Right. And that's what Madden did so brilliantly, man. And so, anyways, I thank you for that, Rico. I think sometimes um you know, again, we kind of gloss over that about his, his importance because he has such a legacy that's so much bigger than just the Raiders that oftentimes we can we can fly over it. And so thank you for that, uh, Rico, man. Great, great stuff. All right, let's check in with our good buddy uh, Donovan here next. What's going on, man? It's Donovan, man. Hey, funny story about this game, right? I'm watching, you know what I'm saying, I'm watching on NFL Red Zone. I'm on the East Coast. It's hard being a Raiders fan on the East Coast. But I'm watching the game. Going crazy. Good thing it's a you know late game. Next thing I know, I gotta go pick my mom up from work. So I'm watching the game in the car. But when she gets in the car, I'm like, I'm not gonna watch the game. I don't want to stress out. I'm cussing in front of my mother. Like, but no. But long story short, go to the go to the store, come back, go take my dog on the wall. I go look at my phone. Josh Jacobs breaks for eighty six. Like what? 
So I go watch the highlights from Hype. Go watch the, you know what I'm saying, the replay of it. One of the greatest rated games I've ever seen, man. And that's the thing that got these rated. <clears throat> that's the thing that got my fault. That got Raiders fans talking. Yo, can't make it to the playoffs. And the thing about this game right here, they all, it's Justin Herbert. When I, when I say his name, but hey, Herbert, we know about you, Herbert. You hype, man. Hey, Herbert, what's going on, man? I know why you scratch your knee pads on third down, Herbert. And Zell Perry needs to play for you. In our detail. Hey, Herbert, we know about you, man. Hey, we blow this, hey, we win this game. You know what I'm saying? Execute the win over the Rams. We'll be real, man. Can we do it? Why not? What's the excuse this year? We're on the same page. This win, baby. All right. Let's there go, is Donovan, Donovan, man. Good stuff, Donovan. Great Donovan, man, he's becoming a stalwart in CF fans, dude. He's yeah. in here every week, man. Every week, and, man. And bring, love it. Yeah, absolutely. And bringing great takes, man. We appreciate you, Donovan. All right. Now let's check in with the. This is a pretty fiery call. Hadn't heard from him in a hot minute. Uh, let's check in with our guy that calls himself the northernmost Raider fan because not only does he live in Alaska, he lives in northern Alaska. He is Kill Jadis. Yes! <laughs> talk about, man. What's up, everybody? It's Kill Jadis. And I know you've been wondering where my voice must have gone. Well, I have enough fire in me to do one today in spite of my personal issues. And before you say anything, no. Macho Man Reyes is not joining me on this day because this one is personal. Because those who know Kill Jays Now 7, they know that there's one team that I love. Ever since I introduced myself on episode 168, there has been one team that I despise. And that is the sucky, summerable, second-class seasonal known as the Seattle Seahawks. I hate this team. And I needed the Raiders to win. This was a game circled on my calendar and not the Chiefs because I, and to put it into A.J. Cole terms, hate the Seattle Sea Chicken. And our Raiders, in all their glory, sent the sea quacks and their slimy, subhuman, scummy, full-man fans back to the gutter where they belong. And that's well-deserved because for those sea pigeons to you, I hate you. I hate you. I hate your fans, and I hate your city. What you and your fans have done to my state of Alaska deserves more than 1,000 years of misery and punishment. Walking around, take the most go cry yourself to your safe business, you 12-man fans. Go rot in that fake autonomous zone known as Chad. Is that even a thing anymore? Because I think it is no longer like that, like your little sin has been a good team. Try being a good team and start for 40 years like the Raiders. Before falling off. And don't you forget about your little coach, Mr. Mr. Pete Carroll. You know why he has to chew that much gum? You know how much you why he has to chew that much gum? Because as these rare nuts parked in his mouth all Sunday, baby. Dude, 
Jada's brought it, bro. Matthew Manga said he woke up and chose violence. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. But you know what? I'll say this. They're like, Seahawks fans are insufferable. He lives in Alaska. Yeah. It's anybody that's an NFL fan that lives in Alaska, unless you're from, I don't know, the Bay Area or something, they're all freaking Hawks fans. Right. So, like, I, I feel that. Like, he is, I mean, he's about as any behind enemy lines as somebody living in Kansas City. No like, kidding. that's crazy, man. But that was, I was funny, dude. Uh, Jeff Murphy, our buddy Murph, uh, QB Jeff says, can someone say Sizzler, man? It's That's in the running for sure, man. Definitely. Love, and the passion behind it, man. I love it, Kill Jada. It's great it. stuff and great to hear from you, my friend. And uh, and hope everything continues to go well for you. Uh, all right, next up, let's go down to, so all the way in northern Alaska? Yeah. To all the way in Houston, Texas. Like, okay. that's awful long ways away. Let's check in with our good buddy. We call him the Historian. He is Houston Raiders Steve. Murph, Mosh, Sweat, Jeff, Nation, Made Men and Made Women, Houston Raiders, Steve. Boy, what a great run there by Josh Jacobs. It was his 86-yard touchdown run. It was amazing. Second walk-off uh, win in the overtime or final score. Uh, the longest uh, touchdown run actually in Raiders history um, was uh, Terrell Pryor, 93 yards against the um, Pittsburgh Steelers in Oakland in the Coliseum. I was lucky to be at that game. Man, that was such a great run, longest in Raiders history. Another great run, we all know, Bo Jackson against the Seattle Seahawks. Brian Bosworth was talking all this smack about how he's going to stop Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson ran so fast, he actually ran 91 yards, ran into the tunnel over there. And of course, we all remember the 74-yard touchdown run by Marcus Allen run to the night. What amazing time, man. That that ice the game for us, man. I was jumping up and down at a local pizza place here in Houston. Great way to win. Derek Carr was over there crying. You could see, man, got down his knees and was praying or whatever. Man, this is great for Derek. All those people that say, oh, you know, he's washed up. We need to get rid of him after this year. No, he's our quarterback for at least another year or two, in my opinion. Also, we need to do everything we can to get Josh Jacobs signed. I don't know how we're going to do that. We gave a lot of money to Waller. Gave a lot of money to Rampro. Anyway. Raiders are back. Let's go out and win against the Chargers. We're back, baby. Raiders. Goodbye. Raiders. All right. There he is. Houston Raiders. (laughs) That's the best. (laughs) Love how he ends his calls with the goodbye. All right. One more to get to. Uh, Let's head back down to San Diego and check in with this is like one of the made of the made men. Uh, This is one of the guys that will be joining us down in in, in Las Vegas for the Boletnikoff Foundation dinner and look forward to seeing uh, him and his his lovely wife Libby at that dinner. Let's check in with our buddy Mojo in San Diego. What's up, fellas? Mojo in San Diego checking in. I figured I better give you guys a call after a dub because the last few times I called, you know, it was after one of those hard losses, man. And you know, you know how Raider Nation is. We get a little upset and get a little crazy. But at the same time, you gotta you gotta stay tempered, right? You gotta keep it a happy little balance here. So <laughs> we got a balance. couple wins in a row. I'm not gonna start losing my mind and talking about how we're gonna start this run to go to the playoffs, but we might. But we actually might. Just saying. Anyway, I'm not going to – listen, everybody's going to call talking about Paige Josh Jacobs, all that good stuff. All that is great. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up a little bit, and I'm going to give you guys something to think about, maybe something to bring up during the show. Waller might not play for the rest of the year. I think that there's some drama there between either the coaching staff or the locker room and Waller. That's just strictly uh, just, just my gut. I could be totally wrong, obviously. I'm usually wrong about all my states. However – 
my question is this. Since we just paid Darren Waller, what would the trade market look like for him in the offseason? Obviously, people would want him, but do we overpay him to where we can't really afford to trade him? I don't know, Murph, you're, uh, you're my guy when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, the salary cap and all that. So, weigh in, fellas. I want to know what you think. Anyway, uh, happy holidays to everybody. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Just win, baby. Mojo out. All right, there he is, our buddy Mojo. I love that dude, man. I love Mojo. He's the best. He's the best. Look forward to seeing him, uh, like I said, here in a couple of weeks. All right, so the answer his question. Uh, it's interesting speculation. And like what sure is. We, 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 we've said about a lot of things this year is that when folks speculate about a thing, if the Raiders don't give us evidence to, to know, otherwise, not believe, but to know otherwise, then we got to trust that that speculation could, you know, have some merit to it. Sure. So Mojo speculating, is there, you know, uh, dis- a disconnect between he and the coaching staff or even some of the players and what's the potential to trade him? Well, it's not good. Okay. So for this year, when it comes to the NFL, I'm not going to get into a toll more fundamentals on this thing, but for the most part, what you got to know is this is it's all about dead cap. It's not about salary cap hit. It's not about salary cap savings. When you look at whether you're going to cut a player or trade a player, it's all about the dead cap because the dead cap, what that means is that when you get rid of that player, you're going to carry their money on your books. Even if you don't pay it, it, that money is carried on your books and it impacts your salary cap. So if your salary cap is 180 million and uh, Darren Waller, in this case, has a $20 million dead cap for 2022. So if they cut him tomorrow, Okay, then that means that next year, then that's not $180 million salary cap. It's $160 million salary cap. Okay, so what that means is that for this year, obviously, he's not going anywhere. Next year, his salary cap dead cap number is $8.9 million. That's still pretty freaking hefty. So I doubt that we're going to see Darren Waller go anywhere in 22 or 23. In 2024, his dead cap number is $495,000. That's not oh, wow. very much money, and he's going to be 32 years old. There you so, go. like, that's about the time that if they're going to move on from Darren, they're going to move on from him around there. But for the for the rest of this season, and most likely for all of 2023, he's going to remain a Raider. Again, he's going to be 31 years old next year. And, and you got to know that Dave Ziegler likely structured this contract in that way that where they were expecting to get big production out of him this year. So if the biggest disappointment out of all this is that we didn't get the production out of Darren Waller that we that we needed to, hopefully he'll come back. I mean, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see where this thing goes. But if it looks like he's going to finish this year on, on the bench or on IR, then we have really chucked away a lot of money and, and didn't get anything in, in return. So right. it was great question there from Mojo. I uh, hope that answered it and I uh, appreciate all the callers tonight. So what we do is we take all of the great callers, all of the great emailers, and we award a Sizzler award. Um, that is the BRT Sizzler award named in honor of our good friend, big Raider trucker. And, uh, and I don't do that. It goes to Jeff and Jeff, you got a tough, tough road to hoe tonight, man. Who do we got? Who's the best of the best? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so we started with some great emails from uh, Raider Chemist, Hooligan Nation, Silver and Black Mac, Daniel Mangus, Stacy Ruff, and of course, Paul. Amazing, amazing emails. We got to the voicemails. Of course, kicking it off, uh, Sonny. Sonny, yeah. um, such a good call. Such a good call. So uh, Adam in San Diego says, no tanking. If you're for tanking, he will unsubscribe from you. Uh, CPA Joel, big win. His son is streaking through the house. Just win, baby. And he got made. 
So made yeah. of the made, and, and he's a made of the made man now. Yeah. You know, For- with all of his work with the One Nation Foundation, much much respect. Um, Josh in the seven hundred three, great game. He said, "Man, f Justin Herbert." <laughs> uh, Tider Raider, who says uh, the sea chicken Domenico sandwich is on top. It's so good, uh, and he is actually probably going to be the new brand rep for Domenico's itself. Uh, Raider Born Rico, the dulcet tones of Raider Born Rico, an amazing call. Uh, Donovan said he missed the game because he went to the store with his mom, uh, but Herbert scratches his knee part uh, knee pads on third down. <laughs> Uh, uh, Houston Raider Steve, a stat-filled, amazing call. Mojo, keep a happy balance, everybody. We might make the playoffs, but what's up with Waller, man? Uh, so I'm going to do something a little different. Paul, I hope you're ready. Oh, no. So, I couldn't decide, man. And so I just, you know, when I can't decide, I just I just make it rain. You're not going to give everybody a sizzler. No, I'm not going to give everybody a sizzler, but I'm giving a few sizzlers out. Okay. So the first Don't sizzler, go crazy, though. This is my thing. All right. You just shut up and stayed over there and pushed the buttons. <laughs> okay, Oprah. Okay? Yeah, no kidding, right? So, uh, so he was a touch drunk last week. He was on his, uh, and he's on his way for this call. And Gene Sterator is a simp. Uh, Jack in the Box orders sea chicken style and choker pies, and then fired up. No Macho Man. All killed Jadis. He hates the Seahawks. Animal Mother. Daniel Mangus. Matthew Mangus. And killed Jadis. Everybody gets a sizzler oh, right there. Nice one. I'm with you. Yeah, you are. Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. From the Walking Dead to Aaron Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Hello. Ha <laughs> ha. Sizzler hers. Paul said he had his quill ready. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Good stuff there. Yeah, but you know what though? I gave you shit, but you know what? Those are all worthy. Yeah, they were all good. They're all worthy. Decide, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't decide, man. Yeah, good stuff there. Franklin A3 says Leatherwood is not good. I appreciate all of you, Raider Nation. Appreciate all of the amazing super chats that have come in tonight. I appreciate all of you and all your amazing support for Raiders Fan Radio. We had a super, super long show. Swag Jeff has got to get home. So I'm going to go ahead and get out of here quick. But just know everybody in the chat room, we love you so very, very much. And, uh, and heck, not only do you got to go home, but I got to edit this thing and load it. And, yeah, we do. Yeah, and it's getting late. Yeah. It's going to bed. Yeah, no kidding. I got to go put an elf on the shelf out. Oh, you do? I do. So, you know what? I used to get into, like, panic mode where I would just, like, grab it and throw it. Cause, like, oh, oh I Maybe, like, late in the morning. I how be many like, times it got in the tree. Yeah, because yeah. the kids would get ready to get out of bed and be like, oh, crap, the freaking elf. And I would just throw it. Yeah. They'd be like, why is the elf upside down next to the fireplace? Nice, like, ah, don't, don't worry about this shit, Tristan. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Hey, thanks everyone. Thanks everyone for super chatting tonight. We made 165 bucks oh, for the One Nation let's Foundation go, man. tonight. Let's go! So Thank much, you. much Thank respect. You. Thanks you. to everyone in the chat: Lencho, Lala Meloso, Tyrone Graves, Paul, Raider Flash, Ebony Gray, Franklin eighty three, uh, Big Easy. Good to see you in there, buddy. Uh, Tider Raider, Stacy Ruff, Raider Flash, Napoleon Allen, uh, Mojo, Killed Jadis, Paul, uh, Animal Mother. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in for another awesome episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 170, 273. I'm living in the past. Um, hey, thanks, everyone. This is great. You're Mike Florio. Oh, just a little bit. Hey, uh, don't forget, everybody, what happens in Vegas is started in Oakland. Amen. You know what I'm saying? 
Speaking of past, we're looking forward to the future. Let's go beat them chokers, bruh. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Five and seven incoming. We love you. Good night, YouTube. Good night. Goodbye.